Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downside. Today, we are here with Xavier Wolf. What it do, everybody? All right. Let's hey, get it. Uh, thank, thank you for having coming. me. Thank uh, you for having thanks me. Thanks for coming, bro. Yeah. You've been on my uh, my bucket list, dog. There it is. For a while, bro. Bye. I always tell you this every time I talk to you, and I don't even remember what show it was. Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember, but I saw you at a concert. You uh-huh. opened for somebody, uh-huh. and the song that you that that resonated with me was last jewel uh, so maybe you can know when that year was or but that's a song that you played yeah and i never even had soundcloud yeah but i downloaded soundcloud and that was the only song that yeah. i had <laughs> yeah. on soundcloud dude fire no i appreciate <laughs> it that was i can't remember bro i did that show i probably did that song at a show maybe like twice but it had to be probably like 2014 something like wow, that something like dude. that 2014 maybe 15 but yeah. yeah i really like that song bro i think it slept on like, yeah for sure that's I a like, great I song i love that dude. song yeah yeah and then ever since then dude i've been seeing you pop up everywhere yeah i think after that was uh tuner evo oh yeah i saw you in tuner evo that's when we actually really met yeah. tuner evo the anaheim one right no no no. this was back in daytona oh wow yeah so oh. that's maybe six 16 17 yeah that's definitely 16 because i remember i sent the 46 out there mm-hmm. yeah. yeah damn that's, that's crazy, crazy huh no bro yeah dude and then Fuck uh man. i think at like uh grid life yeah grid life atlanta oh that 2019 one i think 2019 yep yeah damn that was lit too that was a good one that was the first grid life i ever did yeah yeah and since then i've done like two more so three in total yeah yeah that's crazy, out to grid and then yeah. uh like in la mm-hmm. a show too it's yeah. tight bro your shit's hype dog thanks it's like mosh pit music you yeah. know what i mean punk rap i call it punk rap really yeah were you ever into punk back in the day of course still yeah. am yeah like i see you got the fucking the newfound glory poster <laughs> yeah. the used the like, used. Yeah, i definitely like the used i have like three used inspired tattoos really yeah fire yeah that was my shit yeah i'm I'm a warp tour kid bro oh yeah (laughs) i used to get the cds from hot topic when i was in middle school the bands warp tour yeah yeah it's good times man you know i took my um my well my wife and my son at the time it was just my wife and my son at the time my daughter wasn't born yet we went to the last warp tour yeah because they would have it here in ventura Oh. Um, and that was one of the stops and then they had the last warp tour yeah and i got to take my son in a mosh pit uh. and i think it was for the use it was either the use or the chotos gotcha and then i had him in the mosh pit dude i'm like at least i got that <laughs> yeah how, how do you like it was he, he liked it dude yeah, yeah he liked up. it yeah um it's just it's it's like that era yeah it's you can't even really explain it dog. No, bro. because unfortunately the generation now I don't think that they can allow themselves to like let their guard down and just fucking have fun, bro. You're right, because at the festivals, I see it. Like, you got all the cool people in the crowd. Like, they came to the festival, yeah, but they come in like little outfits. They don't really want to mess up, or they they come like is it good yeah you're is good. It good yeah they come in like little outfits and stuff they don't want to get crazy but you got the kids there that go crazy and i always love them but yeah for yeah sure. you're right yeah the guard thing is a thing because back in the day like there's a pit you in it like hell yeah this is just what it is you, you wasn't you weren't cool if you didn't get in the pit like you wasn't about it like you know so yeah yeah that's a good it. experience to have man yeah. you just go in there and just 
let your frustration out. Yeah, bro. just be kicking and shit. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever. with some cargo shorts on. Right, <laughs> bro. camo cargo shorts. Right, bro. Oh, in the vans, bro. Vans or trucks. Hell yeah, dude. Or some fools come in the boots. And <laughs> those motherfuckers are just trying to kill people. In that concert that I was talking to you about, I don't know why it always comes to my memory that I think it was Limp Biscuit, but I don't know. Well, we had Fred. Okay, so we had a House of Blues show back in the day uh, before they tore it down. I think it was our first or second one, but Fred Durst came out for us. Like, oh, really? End, yeah. So, because uh, he fucks with us heavy. And uh, at the end of the show, he came out and did break stuff. Oh, it's shit. It's on YouTube. Yeah, like, yeah, you can find it. But, uh, yeah, that was lit. So, Dude. he actually came out for us. That was our show. Was uh, Were you in the Limp Bizkit back in the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Faith, Break Stuff, uh, Nookie. Mm. Like, yeah, I had it on my PSP. My memory card was only, like, 28 <laughs> megabytes. Yeah, so I can only have, like, Four or five songs, <laughs> twenty eight megabytes. Oh shit! Yeah, bro, I had two Limp Biscuit songs on there, the Ashley Simpson song, <laughs> and uh, Motion City soundtrack song. Oh shit! Yeah, bro. I Would you have pieces of me or what? What, what I did? Actually, yeah. I fucking pieces did of me, pieces right? of me. Like I was just, I just fucked with shit, it. Dog. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And then um, Motion City soundtrack that tell me that you're all right. Yeah. That song, it was. I liked it back then. Bro, it was always such a shame. Like back in the day, you had to hide if you listened to girl music. You know, yeah, I couldn't uh, listen to no Katy Perry around people, but when I'm right. in my car, I'll be putting that shit on. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't hide it now. I listen to Taylor Swift. Bro. Yeah, you feel Fearless me? Fearless album. Hey, it's a, one of the greatest albums ever. See, you heard it here <laughs> first, Taylor, my boy. You know what I mean? I fuck with that dude. That's oh real. shit! But yeah, dude, that that like Limp Bizkit, dude. I think it was that era that yeah. that new what is it? New metal. New, new metal. metal era, mm -hmm. man. There was nothing like that shit. Nothing uh, like it, dude. I fucked with corn heavy too. Mm. Fucking loved corn, bro. Bro, still. Do. When you recently messaged me, dog, mm -hmm. where you said that the the son of one of the guys on corn, yeah, had, he had a downstar. He did. Uh, Fieldy's <laughs> son, Fieldy's son, uh, Israel. I think his name is, bro. Shouts out to my boy. But uh, yeah, I was on tour in May. I was on tour. And I was just up late on the bus, bro, like three in the morning. Like, you know how it is. Like, I'm yeah. just in my bunk, just like on Instagram. I got on Fieldy's page and I was just looking at shit. And he posted a pic of uh, like a bait, like a toddler. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was him. And I was like, oh, it's probably his son. So I just click on it just to, you know, and then he tagged him. So I was like, well, this is pretty old. His son is probably our age or like, you know, yeah, older, older, now. old enough. So yeah. I clicked on it and I found his page and, uh, yeah, bro. Um, I like he had a this. I like he only had two pictures on his page, but I liked him because he had a, a cars in them. So mm -hmm. he, he's in the cars, and then uh, he did me and was like, "Bro, like I fuck with you heavy, bro. Like I put my dad on your shit." I'm like, and I was just like, "Yo, that's crazy." Wow. I was like, "Yeah, it was it was random, bro. Three o'clock in the morning, like random." I was mm -hmm. like, "That's crazy." That's like a that's a crazy moment right there. Bro. It was, you know, because like. I know what corn meant to me, mm -hmm. you know. Like, I could just imagine if they hit me up. He's like, "Oh yeah, my dad wants to use your bolts on his hard, his, his Honda." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. K swap on his Honda, <laughs> right? Something <laughs> random, but it was funny. Yeah, it was a Downstar sticker on the car, and I was like, "Crazy what the fuck, small fucking world, small dude. world, small bro. World, you out here though." trying bro yeah i'm hustling fine. dude mm -hmm. um we just laced up your f80 right now mm -hmm. gabe's in the middle of finishing off the kit yup the gold bolts yeah i like Beautiful. it dude it came out nice that wraps tight dude thank you bro I thank like you that, dude. yeah um it's going on a year i've had it bro i think i'm gonna rip it off soon really yeah it's starting to show some wear and tear in some places and i'm just 
go back all black for a while. For sure. Yeah. Do you get noticed a lot in the oh, bar? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I was at Chick-fil-A. There's Chick-fil-A right here by you. Oh, okay. Bro, I just came out of there, bro. I took like three pictures. One kid was outside looking at the car, and he was like, um, are you Xavier Wolf? And I'm like, yep. Yeah. At the Chick-fil-A chilling. He was like, bro, that's crazy. You just be chilling? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I be chilling. He was like, where do you live here? I was like, no, nah, my boy has a shop down the street, down the star. You know, I'm picking up some hardware, you know, doing a show real yeah. quick. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, and they were like, they just blown away. They just, sometimes they find it hard to believe, like, I'm just out here in the wild. For solo, sure. bro. In my Crocs. <laughs> like, bro, I'm just chilling. Just, just living life. Gas station. Yeah. Food places. Like, I don't know. I'm just out here. That's what's up. Dude. Yeah, I see you out at the meets and stuff too. At you just meet. had a meet last night, right? Yes, I was. Uh, Larry Chins. So I found out like he does like pre meets for the FD weekend. Oh, so that's, okay, that's what it's for. Right, FDs this weekend. Exactly. It's okay. today and tomorrow. Oh, so it's today too. It's today. Oh, I didn't even shit. know it was today. It's today oh, and tomorrow. Right. I thought it was Saturday and Sunday. Okay. But it's today and tomorrow, and uh, my boy Chazzy told me about the meet yesterday. So I had my boy AC come through, get the car clean, you know what I'm saying, detail it up, and I pulled off. Mm. And I ended up meeting Larry last night. That's and it was cool. sick. Yeah, bro, he's so cool. Like and He's a legend. He is. He is, bro. And I just didn't expect him to embrace me the way he did. Like, I, I my plan was just to pull up and find him and just introduce myself mm. and let him know I fucked with him. For sure. Uh, but no, that, he, he found me. And, like, because I was looking for him when he found me. And, like, I was like, damn. He's like, bro, I love what you doing? I thank you for pulling up. I'm like, yeah, bro, it's nothing. Because I didn't post or nothing. I just went. Like, yeah. you know, because I didn't want to draw that much attention to, you know, I just, whoever's there, they're there. They catch yeah, me. So. For sure. But, yeah, that was lit, bro. Shouts out to Larry and uh, Formula Drift and Grid Life. That shit was nice. Dude, that's what's up, bro. Does it still surprise you when you're just in, in like, a totally different field right now and you're still getting noticed for, for your music? Oh, yeah, it feels good because it's like like two and one it's like you know people know me for if, if someone finds out about me from the cars that don't know i do music they fuck with me because they like the cars mm -hmm. and then they find out i do music then they end up liking the music but then there's people that know the music and then see find out about the cars and they're just like Psh, it's just it's just lit oh like dude that hollow squad bro how many stickers do you go through a year <laughs> oh my bro, god no bro. bro thousands dude <laughs> <laughs> I like I'll see them on cars my favorite thing to do is like if I'm on the freeway I love doing this like if I see a car up ahead with a sticker I like I'll try to get up there I'll maneuver yeah you know I'll put my windows down so I'll because I just feel like it's so funny like say you got the sticker on the car and then you're just driving you look at the window and I'm sitting there like this like, <laughs> and they're just like what the fuck like you know what I mean like I I had to stop. I had to chill on that because I didn't want the kids to crash. Because like you know, it's it's a it's a mind. Oh fuck. hell like, yeah! You want to like, grab your phone? The first yeah, thing that they, comes to mind, I want to grab my phone. Exactly. They 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 got to you know. So, but it's always cool to see their faces. Like and like I I feel like they know. Like I see you. Like yeah. I see everything. Like you know, I just see everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's and I dope, appreciate yeah. it. It's yeah. it's dope that you appreciate it. Yeah, I do. You know. Yeah. That's one thing. Um, especially when people reach a certain level of mm -hmm. success in their craft like they they forget how they actually got there right you know and granted they got there on their their the work that they put in right but it's like the support that came from hundreds and thousands of exactly people. bro i never forget that shit like without them there is no me without them listening to the music or spreading it or you know, putting the sticker on the car or like pulling up when I have shows and stuff, like there's nothing. 
I'm there by myself. And then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got to have the supporters, bro. The fans are everything. So, yeah, like a few, some of the fans are like, you got fans and you got supporters, bro. You got the fans, and I know the difference, bro. The, the fans are the people that, like, fuck with you, but, like, they're weird, bro. Like, they'll do, like, little stupid, they'll say slick shit on your Instagram, like, like dumb shit, you know what I'm saying? Like thinking you won't see it or something like that, but they follow you and they fuck with you. Like, you know what I mean? It's like that. Yeah. But the supporters are the ones that like show love to everything and just really tap in. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, the fans are, are like like fair weather. Yeah. You, know? you got a you got a popping song. Exactly. You know. Exactly. They're, they're here. Oh, they know one song. Oh, like the fans, that. like yeah, yeah, they heard yeah. one song and they know they fuck with me, so they follow me, but they don't really like tap in after that. So there's fans and there's supporters, bro. So I got mostly supporters, bro. Like you uh, definitely got a cult following, bro. Yeah, bro. And they they ride for me and I ride for them. I'm always doing like whatever I can, like you know, just random shit. Like you know, when they catch me at the store, some of them might want like videos sent to their friend who couldn't be there or stuff uh, like that. And I'll like I'll like give little shout out videos, shit like that. Like bro, I just I just do what I can yeah. when I can, yeah. Yeah, that shit's cool, man, because, like, it could really make someone's day. It does, bro. Like, just that. And I know that. Just just me doing that one little gesture, like, brightens up their whole day, week. Like, you know, it's just, just for me just saying what's up or taking a quick flick or yeah. just anything like that. Like, signing something. Like, and that means a lot, bro, because they're happy with that. Like, they're so grateful. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. such a little thing to me. But to them, it's like... A big thing so but it, it's nothing for me to do it so yeah i do it a lot cause yeah i just like for it. sure because you never know like maybe that person spent so many hours listening to mm -hmm. your music or going exactly. to you, your show or, exactly you know buying some merch or, or something like that you know what right. i mean and it's just like it, it's a good way to to show them it is. you appreciate it. especially once you do that like and they're they're a supporter for life exactly bro, bro. and then like i don't want to leave a bad taste in the mouth like because you know i think about like some people like i'm uh you know like i fuck with heavy like like artists or like anything like anything i'm and if i was to meet the person that i like fucked with or listened to like and they were mean or any kind of way like that i'd be like damn like i, I would still listen to them i guess but like it, it's always that thought of like I met this person and they wasn't cool to For me. Sure. They were like mean, so it's like hard to, you know. I, I just give everybody a great experience, man. Like, yeah. you fuck with me, you see me out in public, say what's up, I'll say what's up, and then they they listen to the music again and it's, they feel like they are actually like they met me, so they know me. I know you, like you know. It yeah. just it just means more, like. For sure, and as as a fan, it's like I don't even know what kind of what kind of like uh ex experience you want to have but it's like you want to have some sort of you want to tell somebody right. that you appreciate what they do even if they hear it a right. hundred times a day it's some so there's one instance that there's this podcast that i really fucked with uh -huh. heavy dude he would have like shows right went to one of his shows and i i actually or i actually ran into him at the end and i was like hey what's up bro and he just like kept walking he's like oh what's up man what are you what's going on and i'm right. like oh, nothing it's all good Never mind. Yeah. just like kept walking and didn't even give me the time of day and i get it bro you're you're doing shit right and maybe you got to go leave after the show or whatever but yeah. it's like that shit resonates with you yeah and for a while i was like man i'm not i'm 
the feeling is different yes, now. That's the exactly. feeling is different because if you would have just been like, oh, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Right. I'm not trying to ask you for shit. I'm not trying to ask. I'm not even trying to ask for a pick. Yeah, you're just trying to say what's up. Just, just I fuck with you. Like, have a good one. Hey, yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. For yeah, sure. And, yeah. and then I remember I saw you in L.A. one time. Mm-hmm. And then it was, uh, I forget the name of the place. Mm-hmm. But then there's the, the back area. Yeah. And I, saw, I went back there. I was like, oh, shit, there's Wolf. I went up there. And I was hey, what's up, bro? You know, and then we yeah. had like a little little combo right. real quick. I'm like, oh, that's cool, dog. Like, yeah. I'm not asking for a pic, autograph, to follow, nothing, nothing like that. Bro. He goes, hey, what's up, bro? Show some love. Yeah. And then that's it, you yeah. know? And and then and then you meet somebody else and you're just like, all right, now I'm reevaluating <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, you know? I feel it, bro. Yeah, it's and like it sucks. That. I have to do that. Yeah, bro. That's why I just try to, you know, I do what I can. You know, sometimes I'm really in a rush and I can't do too much. But if I can chill, I'm chilling. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I appreciate all you guys, man. I love you guys. Man, you just got back from a long ass tour, huh? Yeah. Well, it, it was. It was. It's funny. Like it was pretty long. Yeah, it was like a month and two weeks or something like that but it was pretty good bro it was uh me bones and eddie mm-hmm. and elliot bro it was a uh it was the best tour we've ever done it was the biggest one we've ever done together and then you know it, it bones hasn't did a tour since 2018 really mm-hmm. like oh 19 actually because he did go to europe but after that like he was in the crib and uh me and eddie were still doing shit you know like here and there but he was in the crib and uh so this was like his first time back out in like five years mm. so like and then we was all together it was the first time we were all together in like five years so like it was just lit every show was lit like it was it was it was a great tour for us so we what were us. some of your stops um we went to new york we went to atlanta always love atlanta we went to portland seattle uh sf phoenix uh Bro, fucking Texas, like Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, always loved wow. that. Yeah, like we went to Florida, went to Tampa, we went to North Carolina, Charlotte, we went to uh, Massachusetts, Boston. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like it was, it was a whole stretch. Oh Michigan. wow! Yeah, Minnesota, Chicago. Yeah, it was a stretch. It was a stretch. Did we you did. do any um, international shows? I did. When I got off that tour, me and Eddie had to go to Europe for the Rolling Loud, uh, oh, Portugal, okay. Germany, and then we had another festival called Open Field or some shit like that, but it's, it was in Switzerland. Mm, oh, shit. Yeah. So we, yeah, we killed that real quick and then came on back, and then we went to Rolling Loud, Miami. Mm. And then, yeah, that was it. I've been at the house. That's crazy, bro. So yeah. what's that shit like? Say, like, overseas at a festival, dude. Like, what the hell is that like? It's cool. It's kind of like here. It's kind of like here. But uh, the language barrier sometimes, like, but what I've realized, like, I guess going to the Rolling Loud was, like, a lot of those kids still speak English. Mm. Like, a lot, of pe- a lot of places in Europe, like, they speak English because I guess it's just, like, it's such a popular language i guess because of the american culture and like the artists and shit they just a lot of people know english so that was pretty sick but it's cool though it's cool like sometimes you'll see them like singing the words or they'll say like a few words because they only know that in english you know like it's it's sick though but they go up they go up especially germany germany they go crazy like Mm -hmm. they're not scared to get in the pit like they're not scared to fuck it up yeah i fuck with germany germany goes crazy so that's nuts dude Mm -hmm. yeah my my dad was in the in the army 
back in the day he would go he was stationed in germany and yeah. he said that they would go to like black sabbath and shit and zeppelin yeah you could just imagine that dude. bro i bet that shit was like fucking crazy dude it's like fucking high on acid no, and shit yeah i know bro like <laughs> fucking freaked out bro like back then so i bet that was lit bro my boy was telling me some interest, interesting shit the other day my boy see he was like um in the 90s the led zeppelin drummer died and they didn't do another show since Oh really? Yeah, I don't. I, I, as, I mean, I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. But yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was interesting to me. I was like, damn. Um, and he also told me like those guys, they were so fucked up when they recorded the songs, that they it was hard for them to do it again live because it was just so like freestyle and just like just talent, bro. Just 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 rare art forms, yeah. random. Like you know, and I, I didn't know that about them. So if that is true, like I, I haven't looked. I mean, he just told me this the yeah, other yeah. day. But if that's true, I, I I think that's really sick. But you listen to that music and you're like, they gotta be on some. Oh yeah, bro. yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? Right, right. They yeah. But I mean, <laughs> it's lit though. It's like the music. Like I hate to say, like I don't condone anybody do drugs, but for like sure. for the history, bro, drugs and music, especially hand for these hand, rock bro. bands. Yeah, bro. Like it's amazing music, bro. Some of the most iconic songs ever been made from some fools just high. Making music. Just fucking living life, <laughs> dude. Crazy, not giving yeah. a fuck. Yeah, bro. bro. Yeah. So you're international, bro, in some some country. You don't even speak the language, and you're looking out in the crowd. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that like? So it, it's it's beautiful, bro, because what I see when I look out there, I see all the... I'm, in a, I'm, in, I'm overseas, bro. I'm in, let's say, Germany. Berlin was lit. I'm in Berlin, bro, and I'm looking at these kids, and I'm like, damn. They probably would have never seen me if they fuck with me they uh, the sold, sold out sold out show in berlin my first time and the kids are just looking like like the kids in, in america you know they they have really wide eyes and like they're really into it but like those kids over there are like extra like they can't believe that they, they have to they can't believe it's happening because mm -hmm. it's like this fool is from uh you know the u.s you know he, he's a rapper like no one really underground rapper at that like out here in germany like they just can't fathom it so they just have such a good time bro like their faces are just it's great bro everyone's smiling happy and just it's a great time yeah. it's, it's really is it's a beautiful thing and i'm looking like damn that those songs that i made in my room at home reached all the way over here and now all these kids are sitting in this room because of some shit i did at home randomly like you know just music i've done and you know barefoot in the house in pajamas bro like it's crazy like it's crazy when you think about it like that that's yeah. definitely crazy yeah because i break it down bro i break shit down so so far that some shit i break down you don't even gotta break it down that much but i just break it all the way down and i'm like for thunder man for example like when i do thunder man in europe and everyone goes crazy i'm like yo i made this in my studio apartment like back in 2015 just like randomly and I had no idea when I made that song that it would do this around the world. Like, you know, it's just, I'm just grateful. I'm happy. It's, it's, it's just as it's sick for them, it's sick for me because, you know, I didn't plan none of this, you know. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just go along with the flow and that's where it ended up. And, you know, it's just really beautiful, bro. Life is so beautiful right now. Yeah. I mean, it always has been, but now that I'm older, I'm like breaking shit down and just being really thankful for everything, bro, the people. The, the fans, the supporters, like, everything, bro. Yeah, I think that's the thing about getting older, bro, is mm -hmm. because, you know, you're in your, your 20s, 
and then you find something that you want to do and you're going full force and it's just coming so fast yeah. at you and, and it's just like you you don't even have a chance to process it yeah you know and then finally you get to a point where like you look back and you're like damn i've already made i've made an impact yeah i've exactly. made something of myself exactly and then like the dust starts to settle and then you're right. just like damn this is fucking crazy <laughs> yeah that's what it is i'm bro. not supposed to be i'm not supposed to be here right you know like realistically you're supposed to be back in memphis still right chilling you know everybody that you grew up with i'm assuming is still relatively in memphis still. in memphis in the same same place yeah you know? a lot of except for my boy um uh, i don't know jeffrey and black smurf mm. they made it out with me uh chris travis made it out uh my boy ta still doing good but yeah bro everybody else is still there though yeah. yeah and you know it's not saying that like not making out isn't good but i mean it's, it's some people never realize their full potential exactly and like you have a talent but what if you never decided to write a song exactly what if your talent is something that you never did or somebody that they just work a regular nine to five what if their talent is playing the drums but they never picked up the sticks i feel bad for them like anybody watching this any of the kids watching this shit right now especially the kids you know do what you love try to make a living out of doing what you love to do man i don't care what it is i don't care Hell yeah i don't care if it's drawing birds bro and like taking them somewhere and passing them out i don't give a fuck what it is like yeah. you have to do have to do what you love to do, bro. Otherwise, you'll be fucking miserable. I'm telling you, cause like, even if you get a say, you get a job doing what you love to do. It's not a job anymore. Like you, yeah. You got a skate shop downstairs. You got the whole downstar shit going crazy right now. Like, you did that, bro. Like you do. It's not, it don't feel like work to you because you're doing what you love. Yeah. You're doing what you wanted to do. What you worked hard to do. What you was telling me about, bro. And I respect that. Like that's Thank what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about, kids. Like me and him, we wake up every day and we do what the fuck we want to do how we want to do it and that's it you For know sure. and we love it. it it's not a job like making music is a job to me you being here is not a job to you it's 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 what you do bro yeah and, and i think is. the biggest thing dog is that like somebody hasn't seen an example close enough to them oh, where yeah. they can feel that it can really happen exactly you know but it, like the way that i feel about it is that anybody can do it anybody can be at at the minimum have financial freedom right anybody can get to that point yeah and then you can figure out whatever yeah. you want to do from there after that yeah it's another reason why i like you know showing love to as many people as i can like the kids and shit because i tell them when i get a chance i tell them they might have questions and i give them an answer like i'm like yo you can do it just fucking do it like just if they don't have anybody close enough to them at home saying it i feel like when they meet me and i say it I said it like you know that's gotta be worth something like if I say you can do it you can do it for like, sure I, I, I put that kind of positivity in anyone I meet like all the kids bro like you can do whatever you wanna do yeah whatever like it's fire you just you know? put that work just in just put dude. the work in bro and just stay down yeah cause you'll you'll do that for somebody else you'll do that you'll make sure you're up early in the morning to mm -hmm. get to this job that you don't even wanna be at exactly and you're doing this task the best that you can for somebody else, yeah. If you just focus that all that attention on something that you want to do, you're good, bro. Out of here, bro. I used to work at FedEx. 
Oh, like, really? Yeah, while I was Ether Wolf. Like, I was, when I was making that shit, when I was Ether Wolf back in the day, I was at FedEx, bro. And um, I remember one day I got off work and I was sitting in the parking lot. And right before I, you know, I just got off. So I'm sitting in the car for like 20 minutes, smoking a cigarette or whatever, a blunt. And then um, I got on Twitter one day, bro. And um, Space Goes Perp had posted one of my songs on his like YouTube. That was the big thing back then. If you if you got posted on the Raider Clan like YouTube, got you. Like you were it's up. And I was like I remember seeing that shit when I got off work. Still had my boots on, my my scanner cuz I used to be a package handler. I used to load the trucks and shit. Bro, I saw that shit. I left work and I didn't come back. No way. And I just kept making music. I went home and made like six more songs that night. So that just gave you that motivation. Fuck yeah, that's all I needed. As soon as I saw that, like, I was like, yeah, bet. I went home and made more music and didn't go back to work. Wow. And that was it. So what was it about him that gave you that sort of feeling? What did he represent to he you? Was, uh, he was the leader of the Raider clan. Like, he was, I had found him anyway because um, when I, uh, I went to jail for some weed shit and I had got out like that well the next day or whatever but I went home and I was on YouTube just bumping 036 and then uh, his one of his videos popped up and then I clicked on it and uh, it was the I am the nigga with the funk that joint and um, I was like damn he did that to the late night tip beat mm. that's a 3-6 mafia beat yeah. and I was like okay this hard I was like bro this nigga sound like he like it sound old but it's new like I was like okay this crazy it's cool so I saw what he was doing, then I saw Amber London, Young Simi, Denzel, and a couple of other fools, you know what I'm saying, riding for the time, Kinayata, and um, I was just like, damn, this shit's fire, you know, so whatever, I went about my business and made a few songs, uh, you know, with that kind of feel, because I was like, well, it's just old Memphis shit, mm. basically, I can do that, like, I grew up here, like, if I can remake old three six type shit like it's nothing i live here i know i'm embraced with the culture like, yeah for sure so i just made it and it ended up doing good and like two weeks passed and i was still going to work and then you know after like that two weeks that's when i got off work mm. saw that perp you know saw it and probably was it now they were all from memphis as well no perp is from miami and but that was another thing too that was lit like the raider clan we was all in different parts of the U.S. Mm. We had Ready Clan, New York, Miami. Perp was in Miami. Denzel, Young Simi, uh, they was in Miami, and uh, Amber London was out of Houston, Texas, and then Kinayata was up in Seattle, and Eddie Baker was Ready Clan, California, mm. and Skylex was Michigan. So yeah, then um, after that, like came to California and got up with Eddie, Eddie Baker. He was like. He's considered like my OG because like he was in the gang that I was trying to you know be a part of and shit like that. I was trying to you know show my worth and shit and just get down the right way. And um, yeah, bro. So came to Cali and he showed us around and shit and we just been tight ever since. Well, me and Chris came to Cali and then yeah, we just Got we you. just took the shit over, bro. We Eddie, if it wasn't for Eddie, bro, we wouldn't even like because me and Chris we didn't talk like. You know how now I'm, I pull up places, I know how to talk to people, I know how to hold a conversation, mm. a small talk. Like, I know how to sure. do that now. Like, I didn't have that skill back then. Like, I was just, just didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All I did was music, and that was it. Like, so Eddie showed us how to navigate, and bro, I'm glad he did. So, you and Chris Travis mm -hmm. came out from. We 
from Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, me and so Chris. you came out to California indefinitely or just for a vacation? Well, we came out for a vacation just to see what, just to get up with Eddie and like just gotcha. just, just fuck okay. around. We came out here with our skateboards and shit, skating, and was with Eddie. And then, uh, but that first time I came out here, that's when I was like, oh, it's over. Like mm-hmm. I, I gotta get the fuck out of Memphis. Like I was like, bro, just being here, bro. Like I didn't care if I didn't have nothing to do. Just walking up the street was, <laughs> was amazing to me. Going to Seven Eleven, like we don't got Seven Eleven in Memphis, like. Yeah. Going to 7-Eleven, just the little shit was just so thrilling to me. Like, just great smoking weed. The sun's, you know, beautiful. The weather was nice. Just smoking weed. We just smoke on Fairfax, bro. We, Eddie introduced us to a couple of homies over there, like Melrose and shit. And we used to, like, smoke in the back of, like, the uh, Our Future store back then. And oh, just, shit. <laughs> yeah, just, like, random shit. And uh, I just fell in love with it, bro. I was like, I need to be here. Damn. Well, yeah. I've never been to Memphis, but... Yeah. Coming coming to California and then hanging out on Fairfax, bro. That that leaves an impression on me, and I'm from California. Yeah, like, like I just wanted to stay on Fairfax. Right, it was it was fun, bro. Like it was it was so much bigger than me back then, like than it is now because I've just been here for so long. I just know everything. But when you first come out here, it's like going anywhere, like a state, a new city, for example. You don't know. You need GPS for everything. You don't. Everything is just so big. It's just like damn, like this is crazy. So that's how it was for me. Yeah. And I was just like smoking and just riding around, skating and just high as fuck. Not, not just it was great, bro. I couldn't. It was like a dream or some shit. Like, still don't even feel real, but it was lit. But I, I used that momentum, and like the way it made me feel to just keep making music. Yeah. Just keep making it, and then just kept going, bro. And so I went back home, and then I was back in Memphis, and I was like, hell no, like I'm in Memphis. I was making music. I didn't even go anywhere. Like, I was just at home making music because. California fucked me up so bad. I was like, damn, Cali. That's all I could think about. So, but my mom used to work for the airport, so we had like flight mm. benefits and shit. So, like, you know, we could fly free, st- yeah. standby and shit. So, did that. I came back to Cali and we did it again. Bro, fuck standby, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bitch, bro. Standby. So, when I was a kid, I didn't know what it meant, but like growing up, no, nah, fuck standby. I'm paying for the ticket every time. Like, <laughs> You have, you have to hope there's enough seats. Oh Somebody God, doesn't come. God. It was crazy. Yeah, bro. I had a I had a homie who worked for the airlines, mm-hmm. and we would trade like parts. Yeah. for for uh, vouchers. Uh huh. Oh, that's cool, but it's not cool when you literally have to be there at some time. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, all right, you need to be at the. He'll set it up for me. You need to be at the airport at six a.m. All right, I'm there. Be fucking twelve. I'm like, I don't know if I'm getting that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Bro. Yeah, then you get to that point where I'm like, man, fuck this. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying my ticket. Buying a ticket. I'm dude. getting a hotel room. I ain't right. staying on no couches. No exactly, more. <laughs> bro. It's like that, and it's funny. It's funny you say that because we were staying at Eddie's mom's house in Ontario. Okay, and she so, uh, um, shoot, God bless uh, Mama Baker, but like she, Eddie didn't even tell her we was coming. Like oh, he was fuck. just trying to, he was just hoping like she would just be cool with it. But luckily, like me and Chris, like we real respectable, yeah, like Southern boys. So like you know we yes ma'am, no ma'am, like for sure, for sure, not being dirty and shit. Like so she fucked with us, and um, yeah, we was just that was our base of operations. That was our HQ, Eddie's room. Nice. In Ontario, Eddie's bedroom in, in, uh, in Ontario and we used to skateboard to the bus stop take a bus from there to LA skate around LA do whatever get back on the bus that night and go back to his house what year was this? this was 2013 oh okay yeah 2013 Damn. yeah it was fire well like the end of 2012 to like yeah like the end of 2012 I'm talking like November 
to and then okay. yeah so really like 13 yeah. okay okay mm-hmm. gotcha. it was crazy so late 2012 you're still let's say 2012 yeah you're you're in memphis so like paint paint a picture of us what your life looked like before you know you got the repost and, and all that you got that motivation like, i was um i was skating a lot i was skateboarding with uh chris and like a couple of other homies uh, we would go to the skate park, the skate park in Memphis. That place still sucks, but mm-hmm. they they got a new one now that I still haven't seen yet. But it's fire now. But uh, we were skating and you know smoking weed for sure, just getting up with each other, smoking cigarettes, uh, black and miles weed. Like we'll have like Reggie blunts, you know what I'm saying? We'll get we'll spend like ten on the weed, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. with the season and the shit, and we'll match blunts with each other. We used to we didn't have nothing to do, so like I'd be bored. I'd be like, bro, I got I got some weed. The homie pull up, we smoke. Maybe go get something to eat, you know, listen to music and shit. That's what we, we bumped a lot of music. Really just hanging out, smoking, riding around, doing whatever, going to like little sets here and there. We, they call the party set, like sets in Memphis, like set. The party? Yeah, we call them sets. Oh, so like, like, sets. like a kickback? Yeah, bro. Oh, like, okay. oh, you're going to the set, like shit like that. Okay, gotcha, So gotcha, yeah, gotcha, we just gotcha. fuck around in Orange Mound and shit like that by the University of Memphis. Um, that was really, it was really it. Me and my boys, bro, and I was working and shit, and it was just that, like, watching TV, smoking, listening to music, mm. skating. That's that's really what. What kind of uh, what kind of music were you listening to? I was listening to uh, a lot of currency, a lot oh, okay. of currency, uh, a lot of Wiz back then. They would mm. take How Fly, like the old Wiz shit, even Wiz's solo shit, like the old ones. I'm talking about like Half Baked, uh, bro, all that shit, bro. Um, Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever was good with him and Juicy. Mm-mm. That was a big time. I was still in school. I think I was in like, I think I was 10th or 11th grade. I think I was in 11th though. Because I remember Young Dolph came out when I was in 10th grade. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace of Dolph. Um, shout out to Glock and all them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, that's what it was. Dolph came out in 10th grade, was bumping that. We was always on the Gucci. Yeah. We was always on the Gucci. Dolph came out 10th grade, was on that. Then, uh, then Wiz. It was 11th grade. It was 10th. Uh, Wiz came out when I was like the end of 10th grade, something like that. That, mm. that uh, Cushion Orange Juice. Got you. Bro, that shit came out. Bro, everybody started smoking weed in Memphis. Like, mm. that was the thing. We, we, who got weed? Like, we was all pulling up on each other, smoking, listening to that shit. Then the spitter, my boys put me onto the spitter. Mm. And we was bumping that. So I was bumping that, bro. And then always the 3-6. Three, the 3-6 three, was always tucked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you pull that out randomly anytime. And then you're going to throw on like a random 3-6 song. So that's what it was, bro. That's what I was listening to. And a lot of Lil B, too. A lot oh, of Lil B. shit. Yeah. A lot of Lil B. Lil B was the first one to show me that um, Lil B showed us that you can just get a camera, go outside, pick a nice anywhere, background, doesn't matter, trees, and just shoot a video and drop it. Yeah. Like Big E. I mean, not Big E. Um, shout out to my nigga Big E. But uh, Lil B. Yeah. He um he really showed us that because like we were blown away. We were like, bro, this nigga's just freestyling, just going out shooting videos anywhere, and it's lit. Like we we stood, we was based. Like we we was fucking with the base guy, bro. Wonton, wonton. Like, <laughs> like, he, he, oh, and another thing too, bro. A lot of people don't know, bro. So back in the day, I had this other YouTube uh, account. Uh, it was like Sky Hype Three Thousand or some shit like that. But I used to do cooking videos, like. Lil B used to, cause he was like reposting people on his channel doing the cooking. So I, damn, I wish I still had these videos, bro. But like, 
I was really good at it. I was killing it. Like, I was going crazy. Like, Lil <laughs> B was fucking with me. He was like, bro, you you going crazy. So I was cooking. I was, damn, I wish I had those videos still, bro. I was going crazy. And um, I was just, you know, making those. And one, and that I think that was my first person uh, of that level, like a, like a celebrity, like really reaching out and, like, gotcha. touching. That was my first. I've okay. never had that in my life. So, like, when he did that, I was just like, damn. Bro. He was like, bro, you... You, uh, I'll tell you a story. So it's funny. He remembers too, cause when I met him, I brought it up. But um, I had this this song called the Cooking Song. This was before I was Ether Wolf. This is back when I was Zay Total. Like you know, like I was trying back then. I was trying to rap like like Lil B slash Spitter slash like Wiz. Like I was on that type shit. Like you know what I mean? Cause it was what I was listening to at the time yeah. and this and that. Like it never crossed my mind to like try to redo some like three six type shit i never until i saw the raider clan but anyway so i was doing that and um i made this cooking song and i dropped it and then little b hit me on twitter bro he was like bro i'm fucking with that cooking song man send me an open and i remember i had skipped school this day i had skipped school and i remember calling my boy cg kush who i was rapping with at the time and i was like i was calling him. he wasn't picking up the phone because he was at school i thought he was skipped too but he he went to school that day I was like, bro, call me. And then uh, he called me. He went to the bathroom and called me. And I was like, bro, Lil B just hit me on Twitter talking about he trying to get an open on the song we did. And he was like, bro, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah. It was like that, bro, and it was lit, bro. And then I, I went, I did the open shit and sent it to him. He never did it. Mm. He never did the song. But, like, just that was enough to, like, fire me up, bro. And, like, I just never stopped. And you said this is what tenth grade? This, this is this is. I was in eleventh grade. Oh shit! I was in eleven. It was like the end of eleventh grade when this happened. Damn. Little B's a legend. Dog. He is, bro. And then so we, I met him in San Francisco. I hope you see this, B. But uh, we was in San Francisco a few years ago. I was on tour with uh, Fat Nick, I think Simi, Eddie, uh, Ashley, all day, Don Crez, like the homies back then. And he came to the the San Francisco show. And I saw him, and I walked up to him, and I was like, yo, bro, like, uh, I fuck with you, this and that. He was like, thank you, bro. And I said, hey, I'm Zay Totem. Bro, he lost it, bro. He was like, what? He gave me, like, a big hug, because, I mean, that's crazy. Because he, know, like, he the type of nigga like me. Like, you don't really forget shit like that. Like, I told him I was Zay Totem, because, like I said, he was redoing my videos, all that. Like, he knew me, bro. I told him I was Zay Totem, bro. He lost it. He was just so proud of me, bro. He was like, damn, bro, like. It was a moment, bro. That shit meant a lot. That yeah. shit was beautiful, bro. So, thanks to him, bro. But uh, yeah, bro, that's how I went down. Eleventh yeah. grade, bro. Eleventh grade. It's dope that you talk about these kind of stories, bro, and it's about these memories, dog. Mm -hmm. Because there's people listening right now that are in eleventh grade. Yeah, y'all. Like, yeah. You know, they've probably been rapping for for since sixth grade. Yeah. You know, like I'll tell somebody, bro. Yo, I started my business when I was like 25. Okay. You're fucking 18? Yeah. You're seven years ahead of where the fuck I was at when I started. Yeah, exactly. Like, nah, you need you need to do this shit yesterday, bro. Yeah, quick. You need to fucking have because you never know. You never know, bro. And the younger you are, the better you're off. Like, the younger, like, if there's 15-year-olds watching this right now, like, you're 15, like, now. Get up and go now. Like, trust me. That way, by the time you're 20... You'll already be like even you know just Lit. just going crazy, and then by the time you're 25, you made it like damn near. Like depends on what you're doing and how hard you go, but it's like that. The the younger you are, the better you got. Because 
I used to blow people away when I used to come out here and like my music and shit like that. Um, you know, everybody's favorite question was like, everybody we met, oh, how old are you? How old are you guys? And I was like 18. Eddie was 18. Chris was like 17. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Bones was, this is before we met Bones, but Bones was like 15 at the time, some oh, shit like shit. that. Like he had just turned 16 when we met him. So it was like that, bro. But we was young yeah. and that's what, that's what was, you know, we was just young, killing it. Like people couldn't fathom it, but yeah. The younger you are, the better, bro. Keep going. Hell yeah. Because now I'm, I'm about to be 31 uh, in like two weeks. And I feel so good, bro. My whole 20s, I went ham. Yeah. I went ham my whole 20s, bro. And like now I'm like leveling up, you know, just, just you know, just doing like the shit I'm supposed to be doing at this point. Like, you know, and it's lit. But all those memories I have, beautiful. Yeah. That's why I don't regret shit. Like. My 20s were fucking perfect. That's what the 20s are for, bro. Yeah. You're sorting everything out. Yeah, that's what it was. You gotta figure out who you are, what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. You gotta go through those life experiences, too. You gotta be around people, and you gotta go through things like, damn, this is my boy. Oh, shit. Things change. Yeah. Go through relationships. Yeah. You know, you, you, gotta, you gotta touch the stove, bro. Right. Because if you don't do that shit right now, later on it could it could burn you way worse way worse especially like when you're older in the 30s like i did my trial and error shit all well my teens and 20s like so i did you know never made any like big mistakes but every mistake i made i learned i was like okay ain't doing that again like even the way i move business wise and the way i do my music shit like it's all accustomed to like my way and like it's just flawless yeah yeah hell yeah so Back in Memphis when you're yeah. growing up, dude, what did what did three six mean to the city? Everything. Everything, bro. Three six mafia was Memphis. It got to a point like even when I was coming out here when people asked where I'm from, that was my favorite thing too, bro. Mm-hmm. Well at first I didn't really catch on to it, but as it kept happening, people be like, Well, where are you from? Like yeah. I'm like Memphis and like they were just be beside themselves like oh you're from memphis oh three six this and that and i'm like <laughs> that's the first thing they think is three six mafia when you hear memphis and i like that i always like that and yeah. me being from memphis really helped me a lot out here too because i learned out here a lot of fools don't like fucking with people from the city like you know like eddie eddie actually told me this like he was like yeah bro it's weird out here like folks will fuck with somebody from out of state before they fuck with somebody like mm, in the same yeah, city yeah for sure like la people and shit like yeah. that so me coming from memphis like I'm completely left field. Like, they just they just don't expect me to say that shit. But yeah, I'll be like, I'm from Memphis. But yeah, Three Six Mafia meant everything, bro. Like, them folks really shaped everything, bro. Like, crazy, bro. Like, everything. They were so young. Like, when I was in the studio with Jay, like, I've been in the studio a bunch of times with him, but he's always, like, telling me shit, like, from back then, like, inside shit. And, bro, they were all, like, young as shit. Killing it, bro. Like, from the way they used to record, he told me like they used to. Ha- I can't remember the name of it. Crazy Mike told me his engineer, but they used to, you know, because it wasn't really digital like that back then with the computers and shit. So they had like the specific way they had to use tapes to record on. Like if you're familiar mm-hmm. with that, but they had to like analog that shit, and it was just fascinating to me, bro. I was like, damn, y'all niggas, and like they. And then he was like, yo, when CDs came out, like. They were ecstatic, bro. They was, like, burning the CDs mm. and, like, listening to them and shit like that. Like, a whole thing, bro. But, uh, yeah, bro, 3-6 Mafia means everything to Memphis. Bro, I graduated in 03. Mm-hmm. So, 2001, 
That's actually when I started Downstar in 2001. I was selling CDs. Really? Yeah. So I even have it in the yearbook. It yeah. says Downstar. I have a Downstar shirt on. Fire. And I used to sell CDs. And I had some 3-6 shit. And yeah. I remember I was like sipping on scissor, like slob on my knob, like, yo, I can't be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is some porno music. Right, bro. It's crazy. And like a funny story about that song, like Jay told me, Jay actually dropped that song. It's two versions of it. Like, he dropped one in the late 80s. The first version of Slava and I came out in eighty in the 80s. Then he redid the one that we all know. Mm -hmm. And I think 92 or 93, he was telling me. And I was just like, wow, it's amazing, bro. But yeah, the folks was just crazy. Because, and then nothing that was cool was like, Jay and Paul made all of their beats. Mm. Every 3-6 beat. I mean, they probably... You know, collab with a few people here and there. I'm not, you know, but like, bro, for the most part, for sure, like every beat they made, Dude. they made their own beats and then rapped on them. Like, they and they didn't even know what they was doing, bro. Like, you know, these days, like that's lit. You make your own beats and rap on them. You see where that gets certain artists. Like, it's lit. It's a very cool thing to to do. But these fools been doing that shit since the fucking late '80s. That's crazy. Like these fools, they're like so ahead, bro. Like so ahead. They didn't even know how ahead they were. You said uh, late night tip. Yeah. I used to do install at Best Buy. Uh-huh. And then when it would be time to, like, tune the subs, yeah. I'll put that shit on. <laughs> yeah. That fire. shit drop, bro. Yeah. I used to even go to, um, like, sub for competitions, uh -huh. and that would be the song. Because I don't know why it's that song, but it's, like, that song and then, like, Danny Kane. We yeah. in the car. Oh, yeah. Right. Right, bro. Just blasted, bro. Uh, Fuck, yeah. That was DK. my shit. Uh, the Fire. systems, bro. Yeah. That was my shit. Dude. Yeah, same. That was a big thing in Memphis. Big. They had donks out there, right? Donks and, bro, the trunk had the, the trunks, the right? The trunks had to slap. Like, bro, <laughs> you hear that trunk rattling, bro? That shit is hard. Like, that's how you know niggas beating. Like, so that that's another thing, too. Like, my music, like, coming up. I always want to make sure my shit slapped like that. Like, yeah. you got to hit the trunk, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that was how we gauged music back then. We, For sure. We, a lot of people listen to certain aspects of a song, where it's the vocals or the treble or, nah, the only fucking thing we cared about was the bass. Yeah. Like, how, is it hidden, is it not? Like, so that's how, I'm, that's how I'm so good with, like, beat selection because I make sure these certain qualities are in every song sure. that I make. That's how I know, like, they're fire. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, to me, at least, like, any song that slaps you good, like anywhere in the world, like that shit slapping, like it's a universal language. Like, yeah, like it's right. that right. head nod, like this right here is yeah. universal. It's the same in every country, every planet. Like, it's just what it is. Yeah. So it's like that. I remember that's how I even knew about Orange Mountain because I remember seeing like a donk and it had the trunk popped open and it had like Orange Mountain. Orange Mountain on the side, on the 22s, the 24s, the Crown Vicks, the Impalas shit like that bro like that shit was hard back then like yeah. the money the money carlos and shit bro like the, everything bro shit were you in the cars back in the day too yeah but i wasn't in the stance cars i was in the shit like that like, gotcha because i'm in memphis like yeah, i'm seeing sure. all these niggas pull up with the the pr beautiful paint with the big wheel big chrome wheels like that shit was hard that shit was hard to me and then it was so funny because when fast and the furious came out i remember going to the movie theater movie theaters with my mom my little brother and my auntie and uh, saw that shit, and I didn't know what I was looking at. I was <laughs> like, "This shit is crazy." I'm like, "What is this?" 
what are these cars like what this whole culture like what is this like sure. these fools are street racing like never seen that in my life especially not in memphis like no bro so that right there like had me fucked up for years because for years i didn't i just loved that movie but i didn't know anything about any of that shit so but then it wasn't until like later on like middle school um or really like ninth grade my cousin aramis put me on I, he was he's my he's my little cousin's brother uh, my auntie's daughter's brother. Okay. And um, yeah, was, so I was hanging out with him back in the day because he was older. He was like a little older. He had a car and shit like that. But he put me on all. He was like, bro, this is the Skyline. This is the Supra. This is the Evo. This is like all the IS. This is this is what all this is. The gotcha. Hondas, like the Civics, like uh, the C. What is it? CRX? Is uh, uh, yeah, CRX. CRX. Yeah. Like he because his boy had one of those. Gotcha. We used to go to this place called Bubba T. His boy, I forget his name. It was a funny name, but it was this Asian cat. But he had a red one, and so he put us on to all that. Well, well, me and my little brother, you know, whatever. But like, you know, my little brother, well, he's into like digital shit. Like my little brother's like real, like computer smart and shit. Mm. But um, yeah, I was into the cars, and he told me about that, and then I was like, wow, the Skyline. He showed me what the Skyline was. Like we were playing Need for Speed. And then he was showing me in the game, like, yo, this and that. like. But the 240 is what stuck out to me back then. Mm. I was like, fire, bro. So I had an Aneva Speed on the ground, too. I had a 240. And I, like, built it up like shit. Like, my cars back then used to look so funny because I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I was just putting whatever on the car. But it was lit, bro. So my cousin sparked that. And then 2016, I came up on some money. I had, like, two, $2,500 to fuck around on. And got on Craigslist and found the 240. Mm. Found the 240, my first 240. It was uh, it was 2500. Uh, this kid was selling it. I remember when I went over there that same night. His mom was there, and you know, just making sure everything was cool. And it was an automatic 240. It was blue. The paint was like rusted. Uh, I had a huge dent in my front left fender, and I had like three mismatched wheels. Mm. I didn't give a shit though. Like, I didn't get, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, it's lit. I was like, I'll take it. And I took it and. I got. I remember I got the sound system put in there. I got like a, a sub put in there. I got the new radio. You know how you can get the. I went to a shop out in Boyle Heights. Got the radio. Then I got some. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't ashamed. I had some GNC wheels. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like four hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I saved up for those because I didn't have money like that back then. Like I was doing the rap shit, but this is, this is like right before like the streaming checks. That gotcha. streaming shit really came in. So, yeah, bro. Like I was getting this shit off my SoundCloud checks. Mm. But um, yeah, bro, I had that 240. It was automatic and uh, it was lit. I had that car, I had the KA in it. That's why in um in the song uh, I can speak song mm-hmm. like KA no SR because my first 240 really had a KA in it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like repping my shit. But then um, I, I was watching more of the initial D and uh, realized like the manual shit is where you get the respect. That's Cause I wanted to be real true to this shit. Like gotcha. I needed to know everything. I needed to know how to move. Like like what is the the base requirements to to do this shit right? And and a manual transmission was like the first thing. I was like shit. So I was like damn. I don't know how to drive manual. And I just bought this car. I don't really have money to go get another car or like swipe it. I mean uh swap it. Swap it. Yeah. So me sorry. Me and the boys went on tour back in 2016 we went on tour and uh, I remember I was on Craigslist towards the end of it and um, I was getting 7500 
from that tour when we got home i knew that so i was like okay so i was on craigslist craigslist looking for another 240. so i found one this one guy and uh he had the sr in it 6500 he wanted for the car and i told him i was like look bro i'll be home in like two and a half weeks yeah if you just save don't sell it just keep it for me i'll give you like an extra 500 if you want like just keep it and he was like i got you so he kept it and i got home sure enough and uh, first thing I did, it was out. I actually got it from Ventura. Oh I, shit! I, I, yeah, I had to. Uh, my boy drove me all the way up here to go get it, and I didn't know how to drive stick. Like I said, so I got, I got pulled up, got the money. Uh, I gave him the money. The car was perfect. I sat in it. I was like, cool. And I didn't know how to drive it though, so I had to tow it all the way back to my house in Bull Heights. And uh, but I was happy though. That was like the happiest day. Like just just riding back home with my boy with the tow truck behind us. I was like, bro, I got a 240 and it's manual. I know I don't know how to drive manual yet, but I'm about to learn. I'm about yeah. to get down. So get home and the next day I uh, I feel like one. Okay, but anyway, um, the next day I get on YouTube and um, to figure out how to reverse that bitch because I want to drive it up and down my back street. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I needed like a little practice. Sure, yeah. like, it was a sketchy area, but it was better than nothing. So got on YouTube, figured out how to reverse it, reversed it, drove it up and down the street, like stalled out and shit, just trying to get a feel. Like I was watching a lot of YouTube. And uh, over time, yeah, bro, I just, you know, just kept doing it. And now I'm, I'm a pretty efficient manual driver. Nice. Now is that the same? Uh, 240 I got now. S13. Yeah, it's the same S13 I got now. Same motor from oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you remember the guy's name? Nah. Damn, bro. I don't. He's probably still, he probably has no idea. He has no God. idea, bro. You know what's crazy, bro, is that, that like cars, they have their own history mm -hmm. to it. And you never know. When yeah. you get rid of your car, you never know what's going to happen to it. Exactly. But it still lives on. I'm sure every car that I've had is still out there. Yeah. wandering the streets yeah for sure <laughs> somewhere bro at somewhere. least you hope you hope it is hopefully like, yeah you know so but yeah that, that 240 is um I'll, I'll tell you this too while i'm at it um so that 240 that i bought okay so i it's on my instagram it's that like gray one if you go far the kids know like if you go fur down there far down there you'll see it and uh, i took that car and i turboed it and um with this shop a uh, grand prix and on Mateo Street downtown. They're still there, bro. Shout out to Scott and his brother, but uh, the Korean guys own it, but they were cool. But they had this one dude uh, that was working with them that I like, you know, me and him got kind of kind of cool, at, you know, and then started doing shit to the 240, so we built it. Excuse me. We uh, built that 40. Uh, well, we just did the engine shit. We put some wheels on it, some new brakes, whatever. But anyway, long story short, I told him, I was like, bro, Cause I kept it down there, cause I didn't have anywhere to put it in my in my crib at the time. So I was like, "Look, just don't drive the car when I'm not around. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we can drive it, but let's keep it cool. Cause I don't. First of all, I don't have money to fix anything. Mm. I, you know what I mean? Like, this is the car. Like, this is my favorite car. Like, I just can't. I, yeah, whatever. So he did it anyway and crashed it. So oh. yeah. So that 240 went to shit, bro. The whole back quarter panel was fucked up. He like hit a fire hydrant or some shit. So the whole back end, my tail lights was fucked up, all of that. So we were able to take my wheels off of it. And um, I had Sparkle seats in it, but he like took those and like ran off. Where it is, this fool's like up in North Cal somewhere. Like I, I, I low key ran him out of LA, bro. I'm keeping it real because I was just like, cause he lied, bro. He told me 
the, uh, a truck across the street from his house because there's a pallet company right there. The truck had the e-brake not on, uh, and it rolled across the street and hit the car. And it looks like, when you look at the damage on the car, it looks like that could be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also looks like this motherfucker hit a pole. Oh, like, okay, like gotcha, trying to yeah. slide, and, yeah. So I believed him. He was like, I got it on video, bro. Don't trip. We're going we gonna to get this insurance money. It's all good. I was like, all right, cool. I wasn't tripping. A few weeks passed by. I'm like, yo, where's the video so I can go get this shit cracking? He's like, oh, I, um, bro, it's, it's not in my phone anymore, this and that. And I was like, all right, bro. Like, Then it hit me. I'm like, bro, you crashed it. And like, yeah, he was like, bro, I didn't crash it, this and that. I, I, he got me like a shell. Like he ended up, so that, long story short, that 240 I got now was a shell, a piece of shit, like, it had tree branches and scrap metal. And mm. The whole inside was rusted. It was a piece of shit, a, not even a rolling shell. It was just like a, you know, it was it was fucked up, bro. And like that really like hurt me, bro, because I had to start all over again. <sighs> so, but I, but I, the only thing I kept from my old 240 was that engine. Gotcha. That engine, that in my SR. I've had that SR since 2016. Gotcha. So it's like that. Maybe that's the same guy that was building T Pain's car. <laughs> right, I heard about that too, man. Shouts out to T Pain, but yeah, I heard about that. That that was crazy. I was like, damn. So like, you know, I'm sure me and T, when we meet, bro, we'll we'll exchange these stories. But uh, yeah, bro. So some similar shit. So yeah. So hey, it's like, that. hey, it's the name of the fucking game, yeah. bro. I, I guarantee every car guy watching this shit right right now has their own kind of story. story exactly. Dude. It, it sucks, man. It sucks, but like, you can't let it deter you. From exactly. It. I just stayed down, and bro, I was like, Jesus. So then I met my boy Anthony, 2020. I met my boy Anthony, bro. Uh, Shouts out to Alpha Motorsports, my mm. boys. And uh, he fucking a car was with him for like three years. And uh, at first we were just gonna like just get it running, you know what I'm saying? Change a few things here and there, but we we made those fixes and then try to take it to to get tuned. And um, some other we long story short, we had to rebuild the head because gotcha. like the oil, the, the 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 oil was so old in there, it just corroded everything. So we rebuilt the head, and then while rebuilding the head, bro, we were kind of just like fuck it. Like he was like, bro, Anthony was like, you want to go all out, bro? Or do we just get it running? And I made the best decision. I looked at him and I was like, bro, let's go, let's get it cracking. And then from there, we just got it cracking. Now I got the Alpha Spec. Uh, custom turbo kit on there bro like it's with the titanium like pipes. With the titanium pipes my boy fab child made for me like it's a one of one s13 it's the only one like it on mm -hmm. this earth because of him yeah. and because of you know what we decided to do with it and yeah bro we got the 326 body kit from japan and that was a hassle because well actually my girl got that for me for uh like christmas oh wow yeah like she got it for me for christmas she got me the kit and the 326 wheels but uh, she was saying, like, it was crazy because the whole site's in Japanese. Like, yeah. if you really want it, you can get it. But, like, bro, it, it takes a while. Like, it's way harder than just, you know, picking your this and that. Like, no, you really, right, bro, we had to, she had to do a lot of shit, like, translating shit. But she got it done, got the kit to the crib. And it was another, like, eight months before we put it on. Put it on. And then um, my boy Anthony did the roll cage, uh, custom dash, bro, like, everything, bro. We just, he even... He stripped all the rust out of the inside, painted it all nice and black for me. And he did the wiring too, didn't he? He did the wiring. He did the wiring. He did the chassis harness, the engine harness. Um, bro, he, he just he did his thing, bro. Like the car would be at Wickfest on a Saturday for those of you 
that would probably be there when you see this video or whatever. This video will come out after, but if yeah, you were there, you saw you it. hope you had a good time. Yeah, yeah, I hope <laughs> you had a good time. But, yeah, the 240 is there, bro, and the 240 is just beautiful, bro. It's just I'm so happy with it, bro. I love it. I love everything about it. Good, dude. Yeah. Now, he's in Lancaster? Uh, Anthony? Yeah. No, he's he's up in uh, Victorville. Victorville, okay. Yeah, cool, but I think cool, he's going cool. to move back down out this way here soon. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Shout out to him, bro. Yeah, bro. Thank you. Yeah, that's he was he was at my crib today uh, touching up some shit because of the show tomorrow. But, yeah, bro, Anthony, bro, really changed the game. He's so smart, bro. He's, like, young. He's only... If I'm not mistaken, he's like 25, maybe 26, but I think he's like 25. I met him when he was like 24 or something like that, 23. But he's just, he just knows so much. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, there's not anything he can't fix on a the car. There's not nothing he doesn't nice. know. There's just nothing. Like, he just, he's just that dude, bro. Like, he's just so smart, bro. So, it was in good hands with him, bro. And I let him do it. He, he even told me, he was like, bro, you're the first person that let me do what I can do to these machines like because yeah. everyone else is like penny pinching and shit for sure like, and i get it like I, f I was there like i feel you but i just let him do his thing i was like fuck it like whatever you need let's get it i'll send the money let's run it and uh, we did it and now it's here yeah shout out to him what's his uh what's his instagram uh alpha motorsports alpha motorsports check yeah. him out guys. check him out y'all thanks so you said when you got the car and you want to learn how to drive and you mm -hmm. wanted to switch from auto to manual mm -hmm. like what what gave you that motivation or wanting to be part of the culture I what was it right that's a good question bro it was the uh the atmosphere around it i guess like the the having your homies that you can be like yo let's go eat or or ride out and you're riding three deep four deep five deep and like just to like the cars together like at the spot like in a parking lot just the whole scenery of it and then hopping out the car, talking car shit with your homies, and or oh, I just did this, like talking upgrades, and just meeting other people like through like shops and events. The car meets is what fucked me up, because mm. when I was a kid, my cousin Aramis took me to a car meet, and it was in Memphis, bro, but it was like, uh, it wasn't too much crazy shit there, but there was a lot of like sick Hondas there and shit like that in Memphis, like no 240s in Memphis, like, you can't find a 240 in Memphis, mm. bro. I've even looked at the Craigslist, like Memphis, like certain cars you just cannot get there. And um, it was just sick, bro. I was just looking around, like I wanna, I wanna have my car at something like this. I wanna be the one. People are like, oh, that car is sick. Like, you know gotcha. what I mean? I just wanted to be one of those people. For sure. I wanted to be a respectable car guy, like fire, like you know what I'm saying. And I wanted to have my boys who were into it. And we just get together and just do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Make uh, adjustments and shit. And just having, like, that car. That's just your car. Like, they see the car and they know you from it, bro. It was just a whole nother world that I learned more about. And just the more I found out about it, the more I couldn't sleep about it, bro. Like, I just, every day I was waking up at 8 o'clock, like, online or like say i got the parts in i'm going straight to the shop so we can put it on like just anything bro like it was just it was that bro and over the years like because i did it so properly like now you know the kids and the people they fuck with me they know i'm really about it they yeah. know i didn't cut no shortcuts like everything bro and it's just it's just so beautiful to me bro and then with the car shit like okay being a rapper all right i'm a rapper right there's a lot of rappers there's good ones there's bad ones there's, you know, chains and, you know, rapper shit, right? But with the car shit, no one's, there's rappers that are better than other rappers, right? 
but the car shit, no one's really better than anybody, bro. It's just, it's, it's they don't look at it like that. You go to a car event, yeah, Tuna Evo or the Cali Cream one I was at, and you just appreciate everyone's train of thought. Like when you look at their car, that's what they thought to do with it, mm. and you just kind of see how a person thinks through that. And when you see a car you really like, that's like this thing is beautiful, and you see the person who did it, you kind of like see. Th- you see into them. Yeah. You see, like, okay, so that's how you think. Like, you, that that's your way of expressing yourself. That's really sick. It's art. It's For art. sure. So it's another art form that yeah. you can't just say, oh, he sucks or he's, everyone is doing something different. Everyone is doing something crazy. And then yeah. no matter the level you're at, like, just starting out, you don't really got money like that. But the little stuff you can do, it's all about that build up too. Like, starting somewhere. And ending somewhere like with my 240 to what it is now my 46 to what it is now my f80 like you know it's just so humbling bro like even the kids last night at the larry chin meet they're just like bro it's crazy how you're just like out here walking yeah. around like you know what i mean like because i'm a big rapper right i'm xavier wolf like world known this and that and then you just glance out the corner of your eye and i'm like locking the doors to my car just like walking off somewhere like solo like it's just like what the fuck but that's the car that's that's the car world bro like i'm a car guy so when i when i'm in my car and i'm at these events i don't feel like i'm better than anybody or bigger than anybody i'm i'm just the guy at the car event because i love this shit and i want to show i want to show people my car you know like i'm there for the car like it's not really about me like even the other night like i, I told the kids like i'm not really here you know, because they asking for pictures and shit. They're all coming up. And I'm just like, yo, I love all of y'all, man. But I'm here to see the cars. I'm here to walk around, check out the cars. I got my car here. Like, check it out. Take pictures of the car and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Just just, just do the car thing. Like, you yeah. know, we was at a rap show. It's different. If you're one for of my sure. show, Okay, but yeah, we're at the car event, though. Like, I'm not really Xavier Wolf here. I'm just the guy with the F80 and the 240. Like, yeah. The cars are the main focus, so just you know, focus on that. But, but I, I never turn. I have a hard time turning down the kids. It's funny because I'll say that, and then two seconds later, I'm taking like ten. <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, it's because I can't tell them no, bro. Like yeah. I see their faces, bro. I see the look in their eye, bro, and I just I can't turn them down. But, but I try to just you know just do the car shit. You know? Yeah, it's um, it's it's hard for somebody to see somebody like you, especially that that they listen to. Mm-hmm. And then you're just right there. Yeah. Like. But then it's like, okay, once that first interaction happens, it's like, okay, cool. We're chilling now. Yeah, we're chilling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're chilling like, yeah, once I get through all that, you know, then, then the conversations come. Like, the picture shit's out the way. But it's funny because, like, I be wanting to tell them sometimes, too, like, even if you don't get a picture this time, like, you'll see me again. Like For sure. I'm always at everything. Like, you know what I mean? So, but it's cool, though. Like, I love it, bro. Like, the car shit is... uh. So to answer your question, bro, like the culture, I just wanted to be a part of this shit so bad. Like I wanted to be like the OGs, fucking Paul Walker. I wanted to be like all the people, like and the Too Fast, Too Furious when they were throwing like the meats and shit. Mm. Like that shit's hard, bro. Like, yeah. and it's just like that uh, Tokyo Drift, for example. That's a very good example. Tokyo Drift, right? I saw Tokyo Drift and I was like, oh shit, drifting. Like that's what got me into like drifting. I, that was the, they did so good with that movie. It's just a such a historical beautiful movie bro because it showed a lot of kids like me what drifting was who would have never seen that shit um otherwise i'm in memphis bro so it's like that but 
Yeah, Tokyo Drift, bro. And that one scene where they're all in the garage, that what the, I wonder if you know that, <laughs> yeah, that song yeah, yeah. comes on. Fire, bro. You see everyone there. Hoods up, park slant. It's all about the park, too. You got to make sure, you know what I mean? Like, it's all very artistically just For sure. beautiful, bro. So, yeah, bro, the, the girls and the guys all standing around. The car is sick. Everyone's just looking at them, walking around underground. That's hard, bro. Like, that's fire to me, bro. I had to be a part of that shit. And then Initial D didn't help. Like, <laughs> once I saw Initial D sent me over the edge, bro. When I watched that shit, like, episode one, I was like, okay. Then, um, they, you know, you know, how, uh, shows do, they lock you in. They they do that one thing at the end to make you want to watch the next yeah. episode. Like, so it chain reaction to that. And then I was just like, wow. So initial D just sent me over the edge and like I didn't know what to do, bro. Like I was I'm in love with music. I love music, right? At the time, music was my everyday. That's all I thought about. But then out of nowhere, now initial D, I'm watching this. I love the car shit and I wanna I couldn't it was fucked up because like I wanted to do all this shit, but I just didn't have the money. Like I just had to just take my time. But it, it really teaches you patience too, like you just gotta do things with time. So anyway, the music and the cars, bro. I was so fucked up on both that I had to mix them together. Mm. That's all I could do. I couldn't. I couldn't do music without thinking about cars, and I couldn't do the car shit without knowing that I, I was hearing sound like music in my head to what I was doing. So that's when I made Project X, the initial D inspired album that I dropped in like 2016. I made that, and then that was just. That's where it started, bro. And I didn't even know what I was doing at the time. I was just dealing with what I was going through the best way I could. I was in love with music. I was in love with cars. Mixed them together, made that album. And now that's one of my biggest albums ever, bro. And it's the most, like, all the car fans that fuck with me, like, they know about that album. They know about Akina Speed Star and Pedals in the Metal and Wolf Takahashi. They know about all of that. And and it's funny because when I did... um, a little quick little little fun thing when i was doing project x i those sound clips you hear in it like of, of mm-hmm. mr fujiwara talking to talking to me like i had already watched initial d so i remember key parts that like really stuck with me so i kind of like started it over from episode one again and like key parts i would take my phone and uh the voice memo i would find the part on tv i would record it with the voice memo on my phone I would take it and then put it on my computer in GarageBand and like cut it up and put it in the music. So that's how that happened. That's how I was able to do that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. So, so it was like that, bro. I was like just sound biting the shit from my phone and putting it in the songs. And yeah, bro, I dropped Project X, bro. And then that really like, that was good for me, bro. Cause then like the car community started being like, well, okay, this a rapper rapping about car for shit. Sure. I've No one's done that, bro. Like no. I don't know any other rapper that's like JDM, you know, like obsessed, like or like car culture obsessed. So yeah, you know, I now that you say it, bro. Like I've, I've even been thinking about it the last couple of days, and yeah. I can't think of anybody, dude. I can't. I, I can't think of anybody that's like really into it. Yeah. And then, you know, I see T Pain popping up a lot, oh, yeah, T-Pain and he seems it. like he's he's full full in on it. He you is, know, but that's that's more of a, a recent kind of thing. I say within the last four three years. I don't know his 
his history on right. cars before that. I would love to have him on here to chop it up with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. yeah At least have him on the ringtone, bro. Yeah, <laughs> bro. The polyphonic before it even had. <laughs> right, bro. Yeah. Oh, shit. My phone's ringing. Just let right. it ring a little bit. Just let like, it ring. Get that $3 worth. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Those ringtones <laughs> back then were crazy. <laughs> T-Pain was crazy, bro. Like, he was, he's uh, one of my favorite artists, too, just because of just, like, how he did shit back in the day. Like, and the early 2000s, bro, I was like 13, something like that, when he came out and the I'm Sprung song and shit like that. Like, T Pain was that nigga, bro. He still yeah, is. For but sure. like, musically, he was just, he was just the bomb, bro. And so, like, when I found out that he was in the car, it's probably like 2017, maybe. I oh, found really? Kind of late. Okay. Yeah, I found out late. And I blew me away. I was like, oh, wow, this is the only person that I can for sure. 100% guarantee he's in it. He's about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it was crazy. Cause I was like, damn, T-Pain is, it was just crazy. It was just cool to me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm on the same road, bro. Like, I, I really do this shit. I love this shit. And I knew that I was the only rapper doing the shit the way I was doing. So I knew it would kind of like, you know, catch track. Like, I I knew it would be like a mind fuck for, for people. For sure. Like, yeah, for this sure. This fool raps and he's in the cars, bro. Like, it's crazy. And ever since then, I got all my cars and the videos and shit. I really put that staple in it, bro. Like, kind of unknowingly, really. Like, now I see it, but back then I was just, I was just mixing the two as much as I could because that's all I could do. Like, yeah. you know? So, yeah, bro. Like, that's it. I like that one that you did at, um, what was it? Uh, Alexander. Alexander Wolf. Wolf with uh, Halcyon. Mm -hmm. Did that video. It was that weekend. That's the weekend that I met you. Uh, at Del Daytona. At Daytona. Okay. Well, I, okay, so I, you might be right because that video came out a lot later than we shot it. We shot that video when I did the very first um, Tuna Evo that I went to in Philadelphia. Oh, okay, right. Got you. So that was my first time doing a a show at a car convention. Gotcha. Okay. That was my first time doing a show at a car convention. And my boy Sebastian Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He set that up back then, bro. Shout yeah, out shout to my out boy to him, Sebastian. Man. I think he's out here now. He is. He yeah, is. He's, he's doing something with my boy Kilogram. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw them a few weeks ago at a Cars and Coffee they had at his office, and I'm so proud of Sebastian. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, talented, crazy, bro. So my boy Sebastian, bro. But yeah, they shot that video for me, bro. Like, I had like a, I well, I had a late flight the next day, at like at night. So woke up. And they were like, yo, let's shoot a video to a song where we get all the cars and shit. And I was like, all right. So did it. And it was sick. Like, everybody with their cars, like, really came out for me. And, like, just, you know, they was down for me back then. That was my first car video, I think. Mm. I think that was my real, like, real first, like, car video with all this other shit. They're, you know, they're dope directors and shit. So they, they, were, they just set it all up. And it yeah. was kind of just, like, on the fly type shit. We just got the cars there and kind of just moved accordingly. But uh, did that song and that video and dropped that video and bro, it was crazy. It was crazy. That was the first like look at like, oh, Xavier's with 240s and like everything else I was with, bro. There was a lot of shit in that video, but like it was it was sick, bro. BMWs and shit, like it was lit, bro. Like I'm really happy that video happened. Yeah, that guy, um, Helicion is a beast. He still bro. is, bro. He's, he's yeah, he's like so artistic. Yeah, I love watching his videos, dude. Yeah. Because personally, if you were to ask me what I could do if, like, I didn't have to, you know, hustle and work and shit like that for fun, mm -hmm. I would love to create content, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, 
like movies dog. yeah not even you know not even stuff for like youtube or whatever like i would like to create like a short film or right. something like that you Shit know like that yeah just just be creative yeah and then you know just editing it and adding sounds and just tapping in bro that's my shit yeah dog. it feels good it. oh it's so good it feels dude. good dude and you just put it out there and and like when i watch his stuff i can see all the small details yeah that that he puts into it i'm like dude that's that's beautiful bro it is bro i'm i'm think i'm gonna go watch that video later today that's bro good video. Just, i haven't seen it in a while <laughs> but yeah that thing is crazy bro and then we shot some of it and then oh yeah my 240s in that video because we shot the first half in philly and then they did another one in Car- uh carolina charlotte okay. charlotte they did two new roles charlotte and that's when I sent my 240 from here to there. Gotcha. So that's how my 240 ended up in that video because I transported it from there to that Tuna Evo. Did the and that show was fun too. I got a whole like recap video of it on my on my on John Hicks YouTube because mm-hmm. I had John Hicks coming. He, he like vlogged the whole thing, bro. Like I'm so glad I did that. Like I don't vlog a lot at all mm-hmm. ever, but for some reason I was like, yo, John. Let's go. Let That's I got familiar. John Hicks. He uh, like biker. Yeah. He's okay. Gotcha. He he did he did uh, he did my Psychopath music video and my Thunderman music video. Okay, gotcha. He did both of those for me, bro. And um, yeah, so I I brought him to Charlotte with me, and he documented the whole thing. But that car show was lit because I'm on stage doing the song, and I'm looking over to the left, and my 240 sitting right there. Damn. I was just like, bro, this is crazy. <laughs> I got to drive it, like, bro, like, yeah. I'm really about this shit, bro. Like, I, I just, I'm about it. I love it. So, how do you feel like you being in, into cars and so passionate about cars, and then you being into into rap? Like, how did your 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 uh, the community in rap, your fellow rappers, things yeah. like that? What did they think of your hobby? They thought it was they thought it was sick, bro. Like. You know, like being in the car, that's not really something that can rub off too easily. Like you know, like my two foot, like you, you really have a, you gotta really have a taste for it or mm-hmm. like a, like a, a calling for it. So like my fellow rap homies, like they saw it and they always thought it was sick. Like you know what I mean? But only a few of them really kind of got in. Like Snot's really in the cars. Um, a few other homies, bro. But like, yeah, like. They they fucked with it, but they it, they didn't really take to it. Like you know what I mean. Like not many of my homies saw that shit and was like, "Oh Zay, tell me more." Like gotcha, I want to okay. get into. I was the only one about it. Like they gotcha. fucked with it and they, but you know, like I was still just the only one by myself. But it was lit though. They fucked with it, bro. Especially the fans. Like the the fans I had that were already fucking with me that happened to be in the cars. When I got into the car shit, they were just like, "What the fuck? Like you fuck with cars too and the music sick." So it was like a two in one. So like, and that just more people just talking about it. And now in the car community, bro, my name is pretty good. And I'm, yeah. and I'm so happy about it. That's all I ever wanted. And I got it. And I now just keep putting down for it. Like, you know, it don't stop. Like I'm always doing this or that, or there's other cars I want. Like it'll never stop. So never. what's it, what, what car is next to? Bro, I still want my Skyline. Next. I still want the R34. Oh, okay. I still want an S15. Mm. I still want me a Celsior. Yeah, what is that? That's the uh, you never seen the Lexus, the 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 big body. I think it's like a three hundred. It's the it's the big body joint. Okay. It's the uh, 
damn, I'm going blank right now because the numbers, I know the numbers on the back. Is he like 300 or 400 or something like that? Okay. Yes, something like that, but it's the big one. And uh, in Japan, the, mm. you know, Toyota is Lexus. Yeah. But in Japan, they don't call them the Lexus. I think it's like 400. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. Let me just get my facts right real quick. Yeah, no, I know what you're, you're talking about. No, let me about, see. Like, they always have some crazy. Right, ones. right. Is it, 400? is it the 400? Oh, it's this one. So it's the 95 LS 400. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I, see, I was on the right page. So that guy right there, you see yeah. him? So in, in Japan, these are the Celsiors. Okay, got gotcha. Celsiors. Okay, gotcha. And they're right-hand dry. Mm. So that's, the, that's where the flex comes in. And there's a few, like, import companies on Instagram that be having them. They'll get them in. But uh, I want a Celsior, bro, and I just want to VIP it, bro. I just want to. You know what I mean? I want to manual swap it too. A lot of them are automatic, okay. if not all of them. But I want mine to be manual, and I just want you know straight VIP style chrome wheels, like yeah. slam, like black and chrome, like real sick, bro. Real sick. Uh, uh, shit. Yeah, bro. I think uh, Elvis from Stance Nation had one oh, a few okay. years ago. His yeah. was crazy. He got like special bumpers and shit. Like he did a lot of like simple, but sick shit to the car and i was just like damn i always wanted one of those i still want one of those like there's a lot of cars i want if i could have them i still want a lamborghini like mm. ever since i was a kid bro i was lamborghini over ferrari yeah uh you know like i like the i like the liberty walk inventadors like those are fucking crazy so but also like the old uh the, the testarossa oh uh, shit. ferrari yeah so they mix a lot joint oh yeah bro so if i was get a ferrari i definitely want that one i want the testarossa because this is one kid Oh, he's not a kid. He's grown as hell, but uh, his name's Cross Glow, but he's in Japan, mm. and his shit is slim. Like, yeah. His shit is hard. hard, bro. His shit's hard, bro. So, yeah, I still want a Lamborghini and a Ferrari, but specific ones, and there's a lot of the JD. I still want a Supra, like, it's a lot of shit that I do not have space for right now. <laughs> yeah, I still want a Porsche 911, like a 60s one. That's the problem is the space. The space uh, is the problem. Like, I have like, bro, you... You start to collect uh yeah and you're like fuck mm-hmm. i'm running out of space this one ain't running yeah i, I got a street sweep you know i gotta move <laughs> yeah right like <laughs> my house is pretty shit. right like my house is pretty like this is a nice size house like i got a three-car garage and my courtyard in the front yard is pretty big i can fit like four cars in that so but still it's 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 about like getting out like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i gotta move i don't want to have to move cars around to do shit like i just want to hop in whatever one and yeah. pull off because I, st- I want me a truck right now i want me oh, a, i want me a super duty right now oh right? nice and i got no room for it yeah. i want me a big old super duty and i can't even because i want a trailer yeah but i want the big trailer like my homie uh ryan literal he's a fd driver sick sick fool i met him when i was tuning my 240 a few months ago with koji but he was outside getting ready to go to the to the south, the east coast and shit like that. He was telling me, and his truck was beautiful. He had that Super Duty, and he had like a big like enclosed trailer because he has an S15. Okay, and his S15 is crazy. And um, he was out there, and uh, I didn't put two and two together at first. Like I saw him out there, like fucking with some shit under the hood. Uh, something went wrong. He was just quick fixing. And uh, he ended up coming in and like watching my car get tuned, and then we started talking. And he told me who he was and what he doing. And, and he was driving his own car over there. Like I fucked with that. Like it was his truck, his trailer, his car in it, and he's driving mm. that bitch. I was like, I like that. See, yeah. I want to be on some shit like that. I want to gotcha. be able to drive my car wherever. Like you know what I'm saying? My truck, my trailer, my car. 
one man like he was just out and uh shouts out to the homie ryan but that was really cool to me and you know it's just stuff like that like i'm always in, inspired by people in this culture because i'm i'm not i'm not like i'm not better than anybody i'm i don't know more than everybody i ask questions like i have no problem asking questions about stuff I don't know about because I don't know no one knows everything about everything like, for sure you know and I'm and I want to do shit right I want everything to be I want to know my stuff so yeah bro like shit like that bro. do you like, feel so. like you have to have or that you get to have less of an ego in the car community versus rap yeah you yeah for sure because and bro what like you can pull up and think you the cleanest car in the parking lot and then you look over <laughs> somebody else some <laughs> regular fool you know what i mean is going crazy it's just like and that guy's not a famous rapper he's just probably got 300 followers on instagram but the car <laughs> is amazing like the car is killing mine like it's shit like that bro like it's just real humble bro everyone's pretty humble and i've never met like stuck up people in the car community like everyone respects each other's builds and shit like i never talk shit on anybody's build like i might not be a fan of the car it might not be my personal taste but i never walk up and say oh this shit's trash bro like why'd you even bring this like yeah, you know what i mean like you just sure. don't do that kind of shit like you just don't do that kind of shit yeah so. and you you hit on the head bro it's like that's like a represent representation of the person of their thoughts exactly. of the quality of their thoughts of their capability mm -hmm. of how much money they make or what right. have you so when you when you see someone's build and you're like Nah, it's on fake wheels i mean granted that's a whole separate situation but like if that's all somebody could afford and they're happy yes. about it like i remember back in the day like being stoked to have an air freshener squash <laughs> air freshener a i'll go on a drive one. because i got the air freshener and Fire. just to be able to have the smell yeah you know and like have a happy meal toy hanging off the tow hook and shit <laughs> yeah you know and 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 having like ebay bombs with a z yeah. coil over <laughs> springs yeah and i and i and at those times like i felt so good yeah. i'm working at fucking best buy dog and i'm ordering these springs and i'm like damn do i get the 30 dollars or the 70 dollars fuck i don't know like i'm gonna just get the 30s right it's the same shit, it's, you know, exactly. and that and how how am I going to look now looking at somebody who was me back in the day exactly. and being like, man, that shit's whack. Bro. You can't do you it. Can't, dude. You just can't. Like you feel it's the empathy, like you know where they're coming from. You know, they're trying and it just it just means a lot, bro. It's a beautiful community, bro. I'm telling you, like even the older guys, bro, the older the older people are my my favorite, like the old guys with like the. The 90s sick ass cars that just i love that bro because that's how i'm gonna be that's how we're gonna be bro when yeah we're 60 bro we're still gonna be pulling up the shit in our old schools news like it don't matter like nice. it's just and then like the older people are like the ogs bro they're the they're the mr fujiwaras yeah you know like the drift king for example mm -hmm. um i don't want to say his name wrong i feel bad it's a key um i always get stuck i gotta look at it to pronounce it right mm -hmm. um but uh, the Drift King, the the original Drift King, gotcha. bro. I remember he followed me on uh, Instagram a few months ago, and I just couldn't figure out why. I was like, because, you know, like, I haven't done anything really to, like, deserve that from mm. him. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, he's never seen me slide. Like, he sees my cars and he likes the cars. Gotcha. But uh, 
one time a, a fan tagged me in like one of his videos because he used my Tokyo Drift remix on one of his uh, oh, story shit. posts. Oh, yeah, very cool. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like a lot of a lot of people use that sound like over like over half a million on TikTok alone oh, and wow. Instagram is like the same. But I feel like they just type it in and just pick whatever one's first. I think mine is just kind of like first. Yeah, only a few people like actually look at it and go, "Oh, this is somebody else's remix," but. So he had that, so I just followed him, and I hit him. I was like, bro, thanks. That's my song right there. Like, this is cool. Like, I fuck with you. Sent him, like, a fire emoji and shit, and they followed me that night. And I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't. I was like, what the fuck? And then me and him actually DM'd a few times. I remember there was this fake page, and um, I had reposted that page. It actually has more followers than his page, right? Mm, okay. But he was telling me in the DMs, he was like, bro, that's an imposter page. Uh, could you could you just help me like tell people that's not me? And I'm like, oh bro, the Drift Kings got me on my first mission. I'm like, bro, I got you, <laughs> bro. I was like, I got. I was like, bro, one second, bro. I wrote up, typed up a whole thing. I was like, yo, this is not the real Drift King. Uh, I heard it from the man himself. Um, you know, this page is an imposter yeah. page. So if you want to follow the real one, this is him. Yeah, I did that for him. And like, he was like, thank you, bro. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man, it's just lit, bro. This whole shit's just beautiful to me. Yeah. All my good friends, like Hurt, Hurt really showed me so much love back in the day, like open arms, like any question I had, he was never mean to me. He was never, never not cool, bro. You good know? dude. Yeah, he's a great dude, bro. I've, uh, I met him at SEMA before chopped it up with them cool and dude. just like you you know you talk to someone you get a vibe yeah you get a vibe when they're trying to rush you through oh, or yeah. they're not interested in what you're saying or what have you you exactly. know chop it up with them and it's dope dude mm -hmm. because like he's out there hustling man. hustling he's dude. got a family he does have a beautiful a, family bro he's got a family he's out there trying to make it happen for his family too yep you know and it's dope to see somebody like that at sema mm -hmm. like doing a doing a signing or something like it's dope man it is bro and he he's how i know about hoonigan like mm. well i see hoonigan stickers on cars in memphis and like you know just around the u.s really because hoonigan yeah. was that and then you know back then this was like 2013 14 ish is when i really started kind of paying attention or seeing that sticker like you know, and even at Zoomies, like sometimes because I buy skate shoes and shit, like mm -hmm. they got Hoonigan stickers in there. And I was like, Hoonigan. So I looked it up, and then Hertz Twerk Stallion is the first car, I s my first picture of like Hoonigan. Like, gotcha. Found his FC and uh, beautiful FC. And then it was cool to me because he was a black dude. Yeah. He was a black dude doing the car shit. Like, I didn't know, and I didn't know at the time, I didn't know any black dudes that was like in the game like that. And, it was just sick, bro. Like he, you know what I'm saying? Like I just saw him doing his thing, and I was like, bro, I can, I can do it too. Like I can do it too. Like he's cool. Like he's respected. Like he's, to me, he was the p coolest part of Hoonigan. Like uh, aside from Kim Block, obviously R.I.P. Rest in peace, Kim Block. But of course, Kim Block is like the guy. But like right next to him, bro, is Hurt. Like Hurt and Ken are like the faces of Hoonigan to me. And Brian Scotto, that's out to Brian. But like those three like yeah bro but definitely hurt and then hurt was how i got introduced introduced to the other hoonigan homies and shit like mm. hurt had me come into the uh they had a they had a sh in long beach i think they used to be at and he invited me there 
and yeah, that was, was cool. Long Beach, yeah, yeah, it was Long Beach. It was cool, bro. Like he really opened that door for me and kind of like got blessed me. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't afraid to vouch for me here and there, and I just made sure I just came correct. You know what I'm saying? Like I had my, sh I wasn't posing or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Because like, sure. I just respected the. Uh, the vouch, you know, and I just stayed down, and bro, me and him are still solid. I went, I saw him a few weeks ago. He had a thing at the NRG uh, office um, for some gloves, the ultra slice gloves. So I ended up buying the gloves. I bought a steering wheel. You know, the steering wheel he has that says pizza dot code or something like that. It okay. says pizza on his wheel, but it was a sick ass wheel. I bought that, and me and him just chopped it up and shit. So it's always good to see him and. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah. You ever been out to SEMA? Not yet. I wanted to go this year, but it's like gonna happen either. SEMA is always hard because my birthday is in this month. Oh. Okay. And like my family be like, you know, planning stuff for like my girl and stuff like that. That, you know, what I mean, like what day's I your never birthday? know. The twenty fourth. Oh, okay. I got the same birthday as Drake. Oh shit. Isn't that cool? Me and him share Drizzy. Holla at your boy. I know. Drizzy, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy, dog. That's oh my, my boy. God. I, I, I fuck with Drake, man. I've been fucking, uh, I've been bumping that shit all week. Too. Yeah. But it's like a family feud right now, him and Joe Budden going out. Oh, that shit's funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's so funny to me. I love I, it. Yeah, dog. I love it. I'm just like, you know. Ah. But yeah, bro. Like, I love it. Now, nah, you should go, bro. I should. When, it, should when is it dog. this year? When is it? So it starts on Halloween. So the 31st is a Tuesday. Okay. So then it goes until Friday. Okay, right? bro, fucking pull up, dude. We'll be out there, dude. It's gonna You're be going? a good time. Hell yeah! And okay. then they're doing something. It's like SEMA Fest. You see that? No, I didn't. So know it's that. like a little festival that they're having. So Friday and Saturday this year. This year, yeah. Oh um, shit! Friday, Wiz is gonna be there. What? Luda's gonna be there. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I, I love Ludacris. Yeah. But that's crazy. Y'all didn't hit me. Oh, that's crazy. Y'all. <laughs> oh shit! Right? Hit, like, SEMA. What the fuck? Y'all done hit your boy for the. I would have. What? I would have had that shit. Maybe you can sneak on stage, dude. Right, bro. Do yeah. a little set. Hey, no, next year, though. If y'all doing that for real, SEMA, anybody, any representatives from SEMA, if you're watching this, hit me up next year. Get me locked in. I'm, I'm telling I'm there. you. I'm hey, there. bro, you go walk around. That's like if you're if you're networking, mm -hmm. that's network zone. Capital number huh? one. Yeah, bro. I believe it. That's why we go. Like, yeah. I don't have a booth or nothing. This is my way to, to finish off the year and get ready for 2024. Because everyone's busy throughout the year. Right. So you go there and everybody's who's who is there. Right. You connect, bullshit, you know, and you, you, you like solidify these relationships that you have. For because sure. if somebody you haven't talked to in like two, three years, shit just ha so much shit happens that it's kind of like, oh, damn, I wonder what so-and-so's up to. Yeah. So, so SEMA. You go, and then they have, like, say it'll be, like, Hot Import Nights yeah. is sponsoring Hakkasan on, say, like, the Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is, because uh, uh, you just RSVP, mm -hmm. and then you get in for free. Oh, nice. So everybody's going to be there. Fire. And um, you should really go, Doc. I you should. should. Because it, it, it if this car shit is something that is, like, near and dear to your heart, this is where you should be. Okay. And for sure, you go out there and you talk to some people, right. and then, and then you talk to the the person who's in charge of booking the acts. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've never heard of you, but then they hear of you and they're like, "Fuck, oh, we fucked up. We should have yeah. been. Yeah. We should have right. been because this is this is the mixture. Right. This is what we want: cars, 
and music. This is what we want, you right, know? Right. So it would it would definitely be beneficial. I think I will, bro. There, dog. Cause uh, that's actually funny you say that because uh, AA is going out there. My boys, uh, oh, okay. Carl and Kenny from A, all the works. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to them, bro. I love you, boys. Yeah, you shout already out to know. Kenny, man. Um, but they, I think they're going. And Kenny asked me about it, and I was like, I mean, I'm down. Uh, just let me know for sure. But and then you're going too, bro. Yeah, so it's yeah. like we'll I got, there. yeah, bro. We can go eat in bars and you know Live drink a life, little bit, bro, yeah, bro. With the car, gamble. Yeah, I'll probably take the F80 though, cause I gotta have a car there. Like now, like I. It's hard for me to pop up to like car events without my car. Like, I just can't do <laughs> yeah. it. I need my, even if it's just in the background somewhere, I got my yeah, shit there for in sure. case we roll out or we all do something. Like, you know. We'll go hit the skate park. Yeah. Hey, that, you ever been in that skate park before? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. I, if I'm not mistaken, it's like in the top five, top ten biggest skate parks in the, in the world or in the U.S. It's in, big. In bro. Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. Wow. We went last year. That's um, it was really cool, man. Good skate park. Well, I keep my board in the trunk, so let's do it. You bro. know what I mean? Like yeah. with some skate shoes. But I got the uh, Chad Muskas back there, right? Oh, now. did you? Yeah, Did you I'll get the gray you. or the black ones? I got both. Oh, I fucking shit. got both because the pre-order <laughs> came out in May. The pre-order came out oh, in May. Okay. I was on tour. I was on the bus. I was on the bus playing Tony Hawk because uh, we had a PS2. We was play- I was playing Tony Hawk Underground One. Oh shit! And uh, I was just fucking around, and I was online and saw that S's was redropping those, mm. the ones, and I bought them right there. And they got to my house uh, like uh, like two weeks ago. <sighs> so happy, bro! I forgot they were even coming. I get the box and I'm opening them. I'll show you when we go outside. But and then I posted them on my Instagram, and uh, Chad hit me back on there and gave me the follow. I was no. Like, yes. I was like, bro, you don't even know. Like, I couldn't. I didn't even feel like typing. All, like, you know, I could have told him the a whole paragraph. bunch of shit. Right, bro. But I was just like, respect, bro. I love you. Like, you don't even know. Like, I could say oh, so much. Shit. But Chad followed me and uh, that's a crazy. One. Reposted it. Yeah, bro. this is a good era in skateboarding because it's there's a lot of retro coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for Muska, he came out with. Um, they were, uh, I want to say Supras. But they were the remake of the Circa CM901s, oh. but different colorways. Yeah. You know, with the, the, the pocket and the mm-hmm. tongue. Yeah, they're those, in there. Those joints. And then, uh, yeah, then they came out with the S's. Yeah. Uh, I got the black ones, but they didn't have the gray ones anymore. They didn't have the gray thought. ones. Oh. Yeah. Damn. But, um, it's all good. I actually just got the, um, the Reynolds, the New Balance Reynolds. Oh, I didn't see yeah, those. Yeah, so... Um, Andrew Reynolds just got on New Balance, so he left Vans okay. and he's on New Balance. Fire, now. good for you, bro. Yeah, so, that's why um, I would have had today. Last time I came up here a few days ago, <laughs> uh, Frank had his A hat on, and I was like, bro, that's like my favorite hat. So I popped this one out today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. Andrew's a fucking G, bro. bro. Yeah, I did. And, uh, yeah, we were talking the other day about skateboarding. I was telling mm-hmm. you about my boy Jay, who's he's the one that that put me on, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, because of him i've been able to meet reynolds i've skated with him with my son yeah. my son my son's got to skate with him with cater you know we had beagle on the pod and yeah. it's just like it's crazy i had shane howe from shake john on the pod Fire. and it's crazy to have like um to have that just spawn up yeah. out of nowhere because yeah. like when when i was a kid it was baker everything yeah I was, 
I wasn't listening in class. I was drawing. Drawing. Drawing Baker. <laughs> yeah, know? dude. CCS. Oh, bro. I'm going through there. Love that. Picking out the shit I'll never be able to afford. Right, bro. <laughs> Same. The shoes, the decks. Like, yeah, bro. Skateboarding was like a really. I, I love how big skateboarding is for you because like I can sit here and talk to you about that all day I, like I, I didn't want to be a pro uh, I didn't want to be a uh, rapper when I was a kid I never I didn't grow up like oh I'm gonna be a rapper no I wanted to be a pro skater mm. but uh, I in seventh grade I went to a skate park for my boys birthday thing and it was my first time dropping in on a bolt in this bowl it was scary honestly I mean it probably isn't Back then, it was big to me. Cause and you dropped in. Scary. Oh, it was scary. Especially I, when you first start out. Dude, I dropped in, and I didn't put too, I didn't, I put too much on the back, slipped, and I hit my my mouth on the coping. And oh, so, yeah, this tooth is fake. Remember, my fans know I used to have a chipped tooth, and that's why it's chipped. From, oh, that's, shit. Yeah. Okay. So my tooth went through my lip, and I had to get stitches. That's why this, this like, bump is here. It's always been there. I hate it, bro, but it doesn't go away. But that's why I have my stitches. Mm. And I got a fake tooth right here now. It's still chipped under it. But uh, that kind of set me back a bit. I didn't stop skating. I still skated. My mama thought I was crazy, but I was like, I love it. Like, this should have healed. Like, I don't care about how I look right now. Like, I'm skating. So, and then I used to have the magazines. I remember I tore pages out and put them all in my room. And my granddad was like, boy, like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> it, like, bro, it was just pictures everywhere of just my favorite pieces out of magazines. And yeah bro like it was it was amazing bro like skateboarding was everything to me bro that's why i originally wanted to move to california because in memphis i got picked on back then because skating was like a white boy thing back For then. Sure. i mean i'm in memphis bro like it's all black my school is all black there was only like three white people this one guy and these two twin sisters that were white oh wow yeah bro that was it. everybody was black so it was jays forces all that for sure but i was walking in there with the fat shoe this is back <laughs> when the shit was still fat bro like, cyrus yeah well i didn't have those cyruses but i didn't have dvs's i had mm. i had audios i had okay. hamilton's i had the brian sumner's i had um i had uh jeff roley's uh old vans the i forget what they're called but they were black and white i got them in florida they were so fucking hard you can't find them no more I had those, bro. I had Entenys. Uh, I had Entenys back then. Um, bro, a lot of them, bro. And I fucking loved them. The fat skate shoes were just my thing, bro. Like, in, still to this day, I don't like the slim ones. And I just don't like the slim ones. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I get it that for the kids these days. But the slim, to me, I like the baggy jeans with the fat shoes and the T-shirts. You know what I'm saying? It's the T-shirt, baggy jeans with the fat shoes. It was just hard. It was That's fresh. It. Like, little fitted hat or something like that and yeah bro that's what it was so skateboarding is like that to me so that's why when the chads came out i had to get those because yeah. they were just too crazy so yeah yeah shout out to him man. Yeah. that's dope dude yeah, yeah it's it's so weird like i looked back at everything that i did with downstar mm -hmm. and i can pinpoint so many things that i did that was influenced by either baker or by skateboarding yeah and the crazy thing is like baker 2g that's my favorite skate video okay ever okay the intro to the podcast and the outro is a sample from baker 2g oh that's fine i started this podcast in 2018 okay i didn't meet my boy jay until i was in 2020 mm -hmm. and it's just like i like i said i had beagle on the podcast yeah and beagle was filming for baker 2g like what the fuck wow what is life bro yeah, what is this life? is crazy dog it is bro. how 
how, bro. You know? And when it happens, it just feels those memories you have, bro. It's just like money can't buy that shit. Like it's just shit like that, bro. It's just really fucking lit, dude. Yeah. I was gonna say even um shout out, I wanna give a shout out to Day One song too. Mm. Because Day One has always been one of my favorite skaters. You already know, like him, Rodney. Uh, Chris Haslam, you know what I'm saying? Like the, those those skaters that just do the wacky shit, like the, you know, like the impossible shit, really. Yeah. And um, I did that Kid Cudi remix a few years ago, and uh, I had one of Daywan's board, the Tom and Jerry one. I had it because I, I had a bunch of boards at home, like decks, like at least a hundred of them that are somewhere in the closet, and some of them hang up. I mm. got some in the garage, but a lot of them. And I bought his um, back when I was living in Northridge uh, from a skate shop up there. Uh, 818 skate shop okay. I don't know if you heard of them but I, no. I bought it from there and uh, yeah in the, in the song I was like chilling with my day ones kicking shit like day one oh. and I had his board and I like flipped it like you know so I dropped that and then he saw it and he he fucked with me heavy he followed me off that and me and him have been you know DMing ever since like he'll post something or I'll just say what's up I, I bought one of his boards at our Atlanta show mm. I was at the mall and I bought a thank you dick and what I did in Atlanta, there's somebody that's probably watching this that knows about this, but we all, me and the, at the end of the show, me and all the boys signed that board, the thank you board, and we threw it into the crowd. Oh, shit. So, yeah, yeah, I told Daywan about that, and he thought that was sick. So, yeah, bro, I'm always doing a little slick shit like that. I'm always tapped in with my skate side. Like, yeah. I'll never stop skating. I'll never not be obsessed with that or any of that, bro. Did you know that... Um so thank you is Daywan and Tori Pudwell. Mm-hmm. That's right out here. See me. Oh, it's out here in See it's me. It's in See me. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, since they're since, the, since the jump, they've been here. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, so wow. so um so Tori Pudwell is from this area. I did not know that. Yeah, dude. So um the reason I know that is because we when we opened the skate shop, yeah, we got um an account with thank you uh-huh. so i do um all my business with jesse jesse pudwell which is his brother and um and then jesse's like yo do you want to do you want to stop grizzly and mm-hmm. i'm like oh shit yeah yeah of so course. i started getting grizzly yeah. grip man this is nobody even knows this one yet they sent me um he sent me an email right yeah. let me find this picture real quick. so he sent me an email and and he's like they're doing like collab uh, grips mm-hmm. with like local companies or anything like that. So he sent it out. Um, damn, you ever notice you take like a million fucking pictures and shit? Oh yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, zoom in on that shit. Oh, yeah. So that's that's coming out. Oh, this is hard, <laughs> bro. And it's <Man>. like <laughs> I wish y'all y'all will see it later. This is hard, bro. That's crazy, right? Yeah. So that's like our our that's our slogan you know and it's like trip out on this this is how everything is put together because yeah. grizzly is an offspring of diamond okay nikki diamond is is one of my inspirations yeah he started diamond from the skateboard hardware right hardware company hardware company i remember you feel me um and uh and then it's crazy like I fuck with Nikki Diamond so much. Like that 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 um the graffiti car. Uh-huh. The the theme was it that the the teal was mm. because of the diamond. So the diamond. Now the valve cover, it says Downstar, but it's the diamond logo. 
So I actually, because they don't have a font because that's Nicky Diamond. He just wrote it. Oh, that's fine. So that's the story that. with the logo. They told him, write out Diamond three times. So he just wrote it and they're like, boom, there's your logo. So I took all the letters and I flipped some upside down and I cut it and spliced and made it say Downstar. Oh, that's fine. And just to like, like pay homage I to Nicky Diamond, you know? And then like get an account with Thank You fucking with grizzly and then it's just it's just weird how everything is like so yeah interconnected yeah yeah you're right bro and like still even with that bro you're just doing things that come from what you love your love from skating like you like you just transferred that to the car you did you know you're doing everything like a lot of aspects of your life I have to do with skating and I really fuck with that about you like you're really about it bro and yeah like, that's just sick bro like I, I totally I just feel you bro like even you having that skate shop downstairs like obviously the viewers I mean they can't see it but like it's sick like bro this full car shit in the back skate shop in the front like it, it's like <laughs> the perfect place you know what I mean like it's just sick bro like Thank it's, you, dog. It's, I want some shit like I want to have a garage sooner or later Thank bro you, I'm gonna bro. get a garage and I'm gonna take after you bro and I appreciate you know what you, I'm saying. Bro. Like you did that, thank bro. You, so thank you for that inspiration. Of course, dude. man. And you come up here and bullshit. Yeah, bro. You like know? this is fire. Cause yeah, this used to be downstairs. Last yeah, yeah, time yeah. I was here, and you can't, bro. This is fire. They can't even see the art and the cool action figures over here. Like, yeah, that's sick. That's bro. A, I'm gonna keep adding. I will put more. Like I want to put decks. Oh on yeah, the walls yeah. and shit. Cause I have a lot of decks that are like special to me or right. signed or something right. like that. Um, put those up. But uh, yeah, you're the only the fifth person to do a pot right really? here yeah oh, so, so we you, just bro. started this shit out but yeah speaking of um speaking of uh tori pudwell and um they just made little wayne a pro deck did you see that no i did not yeah that's fire Lil wayne's really about it bro, bro. Like, he really likes skateboarding i fuck bro if you're telling me like it, who would want who would i want to like kick it with mm-hmm. like as like a rapper i wouldn't want to kick it with drake no because i feel like i don't know i'm gonna have to like shave and like yeah to be around all these girls and i'm married and shit yeah, you know? yeah i feel you i could see me kicking it with wayne bullshitting smoking yeah and fucking going to the studio and just chilling and be like, hey, all right, Wayne, later. Like, exactly. that's probably like the number one person I yeah. would want to fucking meet. Yeah. Is, is, is Wayne. Wayne dude. Same. And I'll tell you um, a story about uh, like like Wayne, for example. Like when I was a kid, like I used to love the Hot Boys. This mm. is back because I was like, I was I was a kid when they were like in their prime, Manny Fresh and all them. Yeah. I used to love Lil Wayne, bro, and BG. Like I knew all his verses to all the songs. I was, like, I remember being a kid in my car seat, and when it would come on, <laughs> I would like, yeah, I would like no. nod my head, and oh, yeah, shit. I knew Lil Wayne, I, bro. I love Lil Wayne, bro. I love BG, Juvenile, bro. Like I really did, bro. And uh, it's crazy to see how he that one that 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 run he went with the Carter Four and mm. all that, the Carter Three, Four. Like, bro, he was. I did not expect well i was a kid anyway but like how he just like because he kind of the hot boys did their thing right and then for a few years it was kind of at least for the mainstream because like i said i'm a kid i didn't have computers but like when he came back around when i was in like fifth sixth grade i was like damn wayne like he just 
killing it, bro. He was just doing these super freestyles and like he was just like the best rapper alive. He really was the best rapper, bro. And this was before Drake, obviously, but like he was the coolest nigga. Like even with the way he was dressing and shit, like Wayne, bro. Wayne, we Wayne went through his did Bape era, bro. Fresh as fuck. Wayne oh did God, all that, bro. bro. Like Wayne did that, bro. So I, I, I second you on that. And Wayne's so humble, bro. Like that's another guy I like to take after. Like you see him in front of any camera or anywhere he's at, bro. He's just disrespectful, bro. Like. He don't take no shit, but he ain't starting no shit either, bro. Like he's just, he's just him, bro. He happy, bro. He know he the greatest, bro. When you, when you know, like you the coldest at what you do, and like you can't be touched. Like he, he goes about it perfect. He's just humble about For it, sure. bro. Like he, you know what I mean. Like it's just beautiful, bro. So I take after that, bro. I like that. So. Yeah, big ups to Wayne, bro. We fucking with you, man. You heard it here first. Hell yeah, bro. He was just out here for X Games. I'm, I'm, so uh, yeah, that um, makes sense. My uh, my buddy Jenta, shout out to Jenta. He um, he does. He's a paramedic. Uh huh. So he was at X Games just right there, just in case anything happened. Uh-huh. And he sent me a picture, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fucking come. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna fan out. I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? Yeah, oh, like, it's shit. funny. You gotta play it all cool. Like, what's up, Wayne? What's up, Wayne? <laughs> like, you know, it's like that. Oh, but um, yeah. he actually just did a podcast within the last couple months with Tony Hawk. Um, oh, have you fire. heard that podcast? No. I um, need it's, to. It's, po- uh, it's called Hawk versus something. Um, and it's two. It's it's Tony Hawk, and then it's another skater. I forget his name, oh. but Little Wayne was on there. Fire. And if you listen to this pod, you're gonna think like, "Damn, does Wayne like skateboarding better than he likes rapping?" Probably. It's it's like that, bro. Like the way that. that he talks about skateboarding is crazy. That's fine. He'll, he'll go to uh, he'll go to a concert or something. And they'll be like, oh, we're going to go to the club after. He's like, man, I'm going to the skate, skate park. park. I'm going to the indoor skate park. Yeah, straight and up. You just see him, and, and he's just he's just really about it. Oh, wow, you know? bro. And I love that about it, bro. Like, that shit's fire. And it's funny because um, like, while we're talking about skate park and stuff like that, I met Steve Barra like a year ago. He's sick as fuck. But uh, my jeweler, my, my guy, my boy who made my hollow squad chain. Oh, yeah, that shit's hard. Thanks, bro. bro. But he's the son of Sean Sheffy. Oh, okay. The, um, and uh, according to him, he said his dad, Sean, uh, drew the DVS logo. Oh, He made that shit. logo for him. Yeah, and, like, he showed me. His name's Julian. But um, he showed me some old clips. Like, there's this one skate part of his dad on YouTube where – Julian was still a baby, and his dad like ollied over his little, uh, his little car. You know that little red and yellow car yeah, that yeah, all yeah, the babies that. have. <laughs> yeah, he he was like yeah. in it. Yeah, and his dad just ollied over him. So that was pretty cool, bro. He was telling me some insider on some skate shit, bro. But the barracks is really cool. We did a show at the barracks back in like twenty, maybe fourteen. No shit. Yeah, it was random, bro. That's wow. Hollow Water Boy show at the barracks. Uh, some of the kids watching this probably were there, but that was hard for us. That was fire. Damn, dude! I um, I was just at the barracks when they had they had they had Fuel Fest earlier this year, mm-hmm. and then um, Brecky, uh, Car Club, mm-hmm. they had an event. It was the same day at the barracks. It was like Brecky at the barracks. That's hard. So I'm like, I don't know what to go to. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna do both. Yeah, we went to Fuel Fest, and then we went to um the barracks after fire, and then. 
um, Gabe and I went. We both had our boards, and we're like, hey, whatever we're going to do, we're skating the barracks. Yeah. So we get in there, and we're just like, fuck it, dude, let's just go. So we get our boards, and we're skating, and then the security comes, and he's like, hey, where's your wristbands? And I'm like, how the fuck am I getting kicked out of the barracks, bro, yeah. by, by security? Right. <laughs> Straight up. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? So this is so backwards. So then yeah. I was like, no, I'm determined. So there was this um, there was this lady that she was one of them that was throwing it. And I was like, hey, do you think me and my buddy could skate? And then she's like, oh, sure. She gave us a wristband. So we got clips at the barracks, dude, oh, skating. Wow. Right. And I, I ended up and it was funny because we went with my homie big mike um big mike he's like a big honda guy big um car enthusiast and we're skating and he doesn't know that part of me yeah and he's just like tripping out like what the fuck what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and i ended up falling and i got a big scrape on my leg uh -huh. and usually when i got get a cut or something like i don't really much about it yeah. i honestly i don't ever even clean it or nothing yeah and i think i left this one too long and it i have uh it got like infected and then finally i started cleaning it and, and it healed up but now i got a scar from the barracks <laughs> really where where did it happen? it's on my leg dog. so what'd you do like a trick what, what i, I was there's a, a there's a rail okay. yeah so i was doing the rail and i just slipped out and i just fell like real crazy and scraped my leg yeah. it's, it's not a big deal because if you skate right. you're gonna get fucked up anyway yeah but yeah, I did that, and then I'm like, hell yeah, bro, that's from the barracks. That's from the barracks. <laughs> that's hard, bro. Just having that little yeah. scar uh, memorabilia. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Dude, yeah, um, before we get off the topic of skating, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Jeremy Ray real quick. Hell yeah. Um, I um, I always loved his skate shoe when he was with Audio back in the day, right? And uh, I found his Instagram probably like almost three years ago now, and... No, what had happened was I found some of his, his shoes on eBay, some black and gray ones. I still got them at home. I took a picture of my birthday like two or three years ago. I like had them on in my birthday pic. But, so, yeah, I got those, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. So I found his Instagram and saw that he was selling his out of his garage because he had like a bunch of pairs. Some of them he only had one because they were like samples and shit, okay, but he you. would sign it for you. You DM him. Um, or what site? He was using a site that you could go on and get it, but uh, he'll sign them for you and he'll send you that one shoe. But um, me and him wear the same size, so he had these. So me, and I, I um, was DMing him. I, I ended up getting the follow back, bro. Like that was sick. So I just DMed him and I was, gave him the whole spiel, like, bro, I've been fucking with you since I was a kid. I love your shoe. This is so cool, whatever. And um, he was like, yeah, bro, thanks. I got these uh, these samples right here. They were like mid-tops uh, of the, uh, I think they were the V2s. V, I think they were the V2s, the Jimmy Ray V2s. I have to look it up real quick because I like to be factual. Um, let me see. Ray v, V2s or the V1s. I just want to really be... Yeah, oh yeah, let bro. me see okay so i think they're okay so these are the jimmy one v3 are they the v3s they're these right here these right here oh shit okay so yeah these are the uh damn they still don't give me a a straight up on them but uh, i don't know if the camera can see them but they're these oh. they're these so but he had the mid tops they never came out they were in the chicago uh colorway like uh, the Chicago ones, the Jordan colorway, and they're like mids, bro. And he was like, "Yo, I got these 
if you want them and i was like hell yeah so he sent them over and i fucked up because they're really old right so i wore them once like that night um we just went somewhere to eat and i just had to wear them came back home took them off and like like the 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 soul was so oh, old bro it just shit. like fell apart everywhere so i was like fuck so um i was trying to clean them and uh i got my other homie has them right now trying to clean them for me but yeah just a little side story like there's i got the they never came out bro so those shoes are like so cool to me bro i need to put a picture on instagram but shout out to jeremy bro like i said thank you fucking lid dude like and that ollie that water tower ollie you remember that right oh yeah, that, yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah. I, I still don't understand like how he even fucking did the how you had the fucking balls to do that that's, that's crazy, crazy bro. Like, what the fuck but yeah um yeah that's the thing with old shoes bro like i have some like i mean they're like um jordan threes mm. cement threes mm falling apart i'm like what the fuck right <laughs> god it's, damn it it's like that <laughs> wear that shit well let me ask you this how do you um how do you feel about uh the bam situation right now or like mm. like you know because bam i love bam like i loved him back in the day when he was skating i the viva bam shit was funny yeah. obviously the cky music was lit um he was one of my favorite skaters back in the day he's sick i have a pair of his shoes too his audios uh the snakeskin ones mm. but uh yeah but um and he's crashing out, bro. Yeah, he's crashing uh, it's crashing out. It's sad, dog, but you have to look at it like this, bro. When somebody is that successful, that famous, they're exposed to a totally different life. Nobody could really relate to him. Yeah. And the people that can have their own shit going on, dude. So it, it's it's a shame yeah. to see it. And it's like, yeah, everybody wants to do something. At, like at what point dog? Yeah. at what point can can you do something at what point can you can you help somebody out when they're not ready like how much can you wear especially anybody that's even close to them yeah close to him say like a steve-o or something yeah like steve is dealing with his own shit bro mm -hmm. he's trying to deal with sobriety he's doing his podcast yeah He's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, yeah. you know? And then it's like, I'm pretty sure he'll have people in this comments like, why don't you go help Bam, help Bam, help Bam? Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck you want me to do? Right, right. That's weight, bro. Yeah, it is, bro. And then, you know, and then, like you said, bro, like you get to an age where people are doing their own fucking thing. Like, they, people got families over here and it's just, you know, in their 30s, they're in their, they're in their 40s now, but like, you know, it's just like what, like you said, like what can you do? Like no one can baby Bam. You know, Bam's gonna do what he wants when he wants. That's that's the whole. That's the beautiful thing about him. Or it was. That's why people fell in love with him. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't give a shit, and that's cool. Um, I think when Ryan died, bro, it kind of like really fucked him up. For sure. I think that, and so I just don't think it, it's really. It's not fair to him because I mean his homie died and he didn't see it coming and. Yeah, bro, it, it can really fuck you up. Like, cause like when my grand, I can kind of feel him. Cause like when my granddad died, like it fucked me up. And luckily, I had like the right people around me and shit, my friends, and I was able to stay on the right track. But I don't know, man. Like, it, it, I think it just hurt him really bad, and he yeah. didn't have the right support system around him. I guess to keep him, he probably like started drinking and shit like that. I mean, cause that, it sucks. It really sucks. So I don't know, man. I, I I love Bam, and I wish the best for him. Yeah, bro. You know, that's it's, all I can. Uh, you, you gotta just. 
hope for the best but like at the end of the day we're all trying to figure this shit out yeah. and it's hard to even put the weight of like your own life what you got going on like fuck mm-hmm. I'm, doing, I'm dealing with all this shit right now and then you're gonna come to me and like <laughs> fuck i wish i could help you out but right i only have so much mental capacity before i'm gonna start fucking crashing <laughs> yeah, out. exactly bro you know and like him and steve-o fell out because oh, i was watching steve-o's podcast gotcha i've watched a few of his um and i you know i learned more about what was going on and i was just like god damn because even steve tried to help him like he i think he brought him on tour with him mm, yeah i saw that yeah, recently yeah, yeah. steve did like a tour and he had band with him and some shit went wrong there and but yeah and um yeah bro but yeah man hopefully he's doing his thing dude yeah i mean it's it's hard to it's hard to lose that connection with somebody that you grew up with yeah you know and i'm sure you're familiar to that situation yeah like close for sure you know and it's just like at at what point does do you do you put those memories in the back and Mm -hmm. be like yo the time you and i spent it was good memories but what you're on i'm not on right what i'm we're, we're separating or Who's going to be the bigger person? Right. And be squash it. Right. This shit is happening publicly. But, like, I fuck with you, dog. We fucking skated together, dog. Yeah. We came up together. Yeah. Why are we doing this bullshit in per- in- in- online for these people that don't give a fuck about us, bro? Exactly. You dude. feel me? Yeah. And, it, and, and it's hard because you're, you're conflicted. Yeah. Because you're like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just saying how, how, how I look at certain situations. You get to the point where you're just like, do I try to rectify this friendship? Right. Do we keep moving on? How far is too somebody's far. gone? Yeah. Like off far. the edge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's all good, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, bro. All we can do is the best we can for us, dude. And just do what we can for others, bro. But like, they got to want to help themselves. Like, yeah. one person can't change anybody's this and that bro so but whatever bro i I also like watching those uh is it the nine club yeah those fools have really good interviews with people yeah like i I like catching up on my skater shit with that i called a jamie thomas one a few months ago Mm. that's pretty sick um yeah dude like yeah that's that's a good pod too um i always like to listen to that and kind of gauge like where a skater's at like where what they're actually really about mm-hmm. you know it's uh it's a dope podcast yeah I'm like it. bro i love fucking podcasts yeah man. this shit is like it it's such a it, it's it's such a like a hobby yeah. for me that i'm i do i don't even want sponsors mm-hmm. at all because right. when we were doing it before i used to do like two episodes a week yeah. And I had sponsors and I got mad love for them. Do I appreciate them like taking a chance on me? Mm-hmm. But having to stop the convo, like, yo, hey, hold up real quick, Wolf. Hey, shout out to Perry. <laughs> yeah. Give me this water. I appreciate you. Make sure you guys go check them out. Right. 7 Eleven, all yeah. of But, anyways. So. Yeah, back to the story. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, it's a little and, weird. It's yeah. like, I already have my cake, bro. Mm-hmm. Down starts going. And this is This is where I'm like i'm able to have fun right this is my not business 
exactly. the most business part I want this shit to be is me having to edit it, having to post it, and having to like promo the episode. Right. That's the most business part I want of this shit. Dude. Right. You know, I want to come in here and and highlight the guests, ask them questions that shit maybe they haven't even thought about for a while, and right. just fucking just chop it up, bro. Right. You know, escape from this shit. Exactly, bro. For a few hours. Exactly. Escape, bro, and just dig into the memory and be like, damn, I totally forgot about that. Right. Shit. No, I feel that, bro. No, it's beautiful, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. dope, man. It really is. Um, you know, one thing that I wanna wanna ask you about is um is peep oh yeah bro. man dog there was there was a time that like all i would listen to is peep, peep bro yeah. it was like like i was i saw hellboy you have the second song yeah that shit. like what the fuck when you put together an album it's yeah. like my fire is at the top at the top from the bottom yeah like how the fuck does that feel bro well, it feels great bro especially like because i was such a fan of him bro like i mean when he came out uh this was 20 probably the end of 16 like that i found him or or you know you know found out about him and uh the homies i found about him and tracy uh he, he used to be a young bro at the time but uh and my boy ned arb uh oh okay yeah that was my man so like they were like living at his house he had like kind of by mine in boy heights and i went to ned's house one night and uh peep was there and uh, everybody else ned horsehead and uh you know just like the guys that were hanging around him and uh yeah people's cool and then i heard uh one of his songs and i was like bro this is hard like the the way he sounds the way he does the music the beats like I was like, this shit is so fire. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, bro, what the fuck? And he was a young kid back then. But um, at the house, you know, he made it clear. He was like, bro, I fuck with you. Like, him and Tracy, they were like, bro, like, we fuck with you, heavy. And I was like, bro, I fuck with y'all. Y'all are killing it. Because they were, like, killing the duo. Like, yeah. songs together, they were, kill they were killing their solo shit, too. Don't get me wrong. But, like, together, it was like it's like me and Bones type mm -hmm. shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like it was fire. So I remember... Um, I woke up from a nap one night and uh, uh, Peep hit me on the gram. He was like, yo, uh, I got this joint for us. And I was like, oh, I had just woke up. I saw it. I replied to him. I was like, all right. He shot it over. And then I remember getting up that night and going straight to the studio and uh, recording that verse for him because it was, it was a drive-by song. It was so hard. But another thing, too, about that song for the life of me, bro, I couldn't figure out like an angle on it. Like when I do songs, I always can figure out the angle, the pocket of like <laughs> yeah. where I'ma fit in and yeah. like make it slap and all this other shit. But he killed it so hard that like, I was just like, how the fuck do I even like go against it? Like, because I like when I do songs, bro, like I'm sorry, like even my friends, I love them, but like I'm always trying to kill the you other artist off. Like I'm never gonna like let another artist like kill me on the song like you know what i mean like i always like snap like it's a friendly thing but that's just me like xavier wolf you want the future like i'll go crazy so sure. he sent me that and i was like damn i was like you killed this shit like the hook was hard it was just a hook like he just had the hook on our song bro and i was like i just couldn't and i just respected him so much i was like bro you are a fucking fire artist i love it bro like it was just amazing bro and i didn't know he was gonna put it number two on. i didn't even know that song was going on that tape because mm. this is before like this is before he made hell hellboy i'm sure yeah. he re recorded all those songs but like when we made that he um 
Yeah, I didn't had I had no idea. I thought we were just making a song real quick. And um yeah, bro, and I always told myself too, I was like, I let that one slide because I was like, damn, I can't get them on this one, but we'll do another one. Mm. We'll do another one and I'll, I'll get you back, bro. Mm. I'll get you back because you <laughs> killed me on this shit. Like, ain't no way out of it. But we never got to do that second song and um, that shit just hurts, bro, because yeah. I really fuck with him, bro. I'm really tight with his mom now. Uh, she sent me his album the other day, the same day I got the Muskas in the mail. Oh, okay. And I got this other package and I'm like, well, I didn't order anything, so... It, you know, it was a square thing, and I opened it, and it was Peep's album. His mom went out her way to send me that to the house. Oh, wow. And I was just like, wow, thank you. I hit her up, and I was like, thank you so much. It was just, you know, I opened it up and looked at it, you know, looked at the pictures of him, and it sucks, bro. I remember yeah, when he died, bro, like, it was a fucked up day, dog. Like, nothing was right for a while, bro. Like, I remember waking up that day, and the whole day was just... It was gloomy, bro. It was really gloomy outside, and you could just feel it, bro. The whole world was just, like, fucked up. Everybody was hurting, bro. It was fucked up. I remember that day because I had to go. I lost my ID, so I had to go to the DMV. I had a DMV appointment scheduled that day, so I was going to the DMV, bro. Like, I didn't eat nothing. Like, I was just, like, staring off into space. Just everybody was fucked up, bro. And then me and my boys were talking to each other, and we couldn't even fathom this shit bro like it was just a fucked up day bro and and i knew that day bro i was like music lost somebody that it really needed like music today we just lost somebody that we fucking needed bro yeah. i needed like you know what i mean like is it, it just wasn't supposed to happen bro some some deaths are just like not supposed to happen like you know what i mean and it, that was one of them and yeah, dog. It was it was fucked up. I remember going to DMV and doing my thing and going home and it was like raining and shit. It was raining here in Cali. It was like fuck. The day was fucked up, bro. It was fucked up just like the day Kobe died, bro. Mm. That was another day that was just like fucked up. I woke up to that shit and and I remember me and my girl went to IHOP, bro. And like you can we're sitting at the table. Everybody in the restaurant is talking about the same shit. Everybody in the room was talking about Kobe, bro. Like, it was just everywhere. And it was, that was another death that him and Gigi, rest in peace to them, that just wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. A Juice World was a death that wasn't supposed to fucking happen. We needed him. Like, Juice World was amazing too, bro. Him and Peep, they were amazing, bro. Like, I really enjoyed their music, bro. I really had respect for them artistically because that was when it's hard I like to say it's fairly hard to get my respect when it comes to music because I know what I'm looking for I know what you need to have in order to get my blessing and shit like that like I have to see the whole package it all has to be there and they too had it and you know when they died bro it was just like what the fuck bro we need them like the rap game is so like whatever right now but X yeah oh and then X oh my the god fuck? that was another one and I did a show with him back in 2015 in miami oh wow yeah yeah no before shit. he was him and ski was there him and ski was there and um fucking um they 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 were cool bro showing me love and shit and uh, i was like okay i fuck with y'all bro so i did the show and then carried on and then shortly after that they ended up like blowing up they ended up like doing their thing and i was like damn those kids are fire bro like it was it was lit i was like yo this is a great time like x was here peep was here juice world was here 
like it was fucking lit bro like it was a beautiful time for music and you know they passed and like shit's just never been the same bro like it's just never been the same and those are all people that you know i knew personally well juice i didn't really know juice personally like that like me and him were together at uh the awesome shit store back in the day mm -hmm. but that was before i knew who he was i don't even think he dropped a song yet i don't know but he was sitting right next to me oh shit and i was just up there hollering at the bmx homies and shit but he didn't say anything like he didn't say shit but afterwards um he started doing his thing and i was like damn this fool's hard i was like i didn't like but he was such a cool kid like he was just quiet like out the way and um one thing I saw about Juice World, I saw he followed me on SoundCloud though. I saw after he passed, I was just like looking at shit. I was just, you know, brushing up on him and I was on SoundCloud and found his SoundCloud and I was just curious to see like who he was following, who he fucked. Cause I followed people I fucked with on SoundCloud back in the day. So that's kind of like your start. Yeah. And I was one of the people he was following. Wow. And I felt so bad because I was like, bro, he was sitting right there and he he probably thought I was gonna be some type of way to him or whatever, but no, nah, you know I'm cool, but he I I just think he was sitting there like yo this is Xavier sitting next to me I want to say I fuck with him but I don't really want I'm scared I wish I would have just been like yo what's up what's your name and like you know I should have just talked to him bro but yeah so that was fucked up that me and him never even got to talk like I never had a conversation with Juice World ever but. I feel like there was a conversation to be had, like yeah. from his end, like he wanted to say something, like, you know, and I, yeah, bro. So it was just all bad, bro. And the music, the underground music world ever since then has just been weird. It's been fucked up. Yeah. You know. Man, rest in peace to all that. Rest bro. in peace to that's, all that. That's them. heavy, you know, when yeah. you get that, uh, when I get that text from yeah. like my wife and you, or the link. And if the link says TMZ, I'm like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, what is it who, now? Who oh, is it? Yeah, and then while we're speaking about, you know, tragic, you know, game changing deaths, uh, Gangsta Boo passed. Yeah, rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. Yeah, man. Gangsta Boo was the first one out of the three six to fuck with me. She was the first one. Me and her did a song. Me and her in the chat did a song back in 2013. And she was coming to the house because uh, when me bones and eddie were all living together at elliot's house she used to come over there and kick it with us and like you know like we me and chris went on like missions with her sometimes she and we met mia x because of her oh from, shit. yeah from no limit yeah. like that was one of her good friends so shit like that like boo was always fucking with me bro like she always fucked with us bro and you know like always like, i would pull up on it like got her linked up with jeffrey she loved jeffrey like <laughs> she loved hanging around <laughs> Jeffrey, bro. Like, she think he is so funny. And, uh, yeah, bro, that was like my OG, bro. And then she passed at the beginning of this year, and that fucked shit up. I'm just tired, bro. Like, I'm tired of these people passing away that I fuck with, yeah. that I feel like I need for, like, my, um, you know, just artistic balance. Or yeah. just, just nice to know I can call them and talk to them if I want. For sure. About music or not, like, you know, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why, like, sometimes all this, it just makes you reflect, like, yo, whatever whatever smoke, it ain't even worth it, dog. Uh, exactly. You know, it ain't smoke. even worth it, bro, yeah. because, like, life is real. Yeah. Life gets really real, real quick, and, I mean, what more example do we need? Right. You know, talk about, like, a, a year ago, probably, My. yeah, when I was at SEMA last year, driving mm -hmm. to SEMA, mm -hmm. TMZ. Recipes take off.
Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, what? That, that, and that was so crazy. I'm like, bro, take off. Didn't bother nobody. Take off was so cool. Bro. I can tell. I never met him, bro, but you can just look at him and tell. He just be chilling like, you know, he's just cool. And that it just wasn't supposed to happen. It was another death that just wasn't supposed to happen, bro. It's just fucked up. Yeah. It was just fucked up, bro. So oh, yeah, I, that's why me and my boys, bro, we love each other. We say it. You know, we see each other as much as we can. We're staying out of shit, bro, because, you know, it just... Just gotta be grateful, bro. Text your homies right now, guys. Right, text your homies, man. Tell your boys you love them. Tell your mom you love her. Yeah, all that. Grandparents, all that shit. Hey, um, I'm gonna switch it to something positive. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) You got the shop on Melrose, bro. Tell me about that, dog. It's live, bro. Got the Hollow Squad store on Melrose. This shit's beautiful, bro. Like, we spent the last year really, uh, cause it, it used to be Icon. Yeah. And, uh, Jane and Jason, they uh, were the owners of Icon. And I remember back in 2013, coming out here, I went, uh, Eddie took us through to the uh, the awesome, sh- I mean, uh, the fucking Icon store. Okay. Eddie took us through that because they were on Melrose. And Jason gave me, this back when I was still in the clan, he gave me this Raider clan hat that I got for, like, he like custom patched it and shit. But he gave me it for free. He was like, yeah, take that. And I was like, thanks, bro. So, like, I kind of saw that as, like, a little base for, like, out here. Because I was like, well, they fuck with me and I fuck with them. So, I like the clothes and stuff. So, I would, you know, hang out, skate out front. Like, I shot a few music videos over there. Like, you know. And um, Jane and Jason actually gave me my first piece of merch. They Mm. gave me my first shirt that was, you know, like a collab. Like, it was Ethel Wolf and... Um, icon and it they, we made a shirt and it had like a wolf on it some of the kids probably still even have theirs like I, I know I got one at the house somewhere but like that was the first shirt I ever got to sell to my fans and online and like a few fans they like they were buying it they was fucking with it and I was able to eat with that mm. there was this Chinese place on Fairfax that me and Jason like to go to so we would go there and uh, tomato pie used to be really good there's this place that was on Melrose it's gone now but they had the best pizza, bro, and like, I was able to eat that shit and, you know, just have money to get water and Gatorade, just shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, anything I needed. Like, I had money for the the bus and the uh, train, and, yeah, so they made that happen for me, and uh, they taught me how to, like, keep track of, like, like if I was, because I, I was working on the Hollow Squad, I was working on my first drop uh, as a brand. They taught me how to move like as a brand, like certain things. They made a lot of shit that seemed impossible to me, like doable. They were just like, oh, it's not even that crazy. Just this is what it really is, this and that. And Jason used to write everything down in like this notebook, you know. He used to keep track of a lot of shit in there. And uh, so I just took notes. Like I just, you know, they gave me game. 2014, I dropped com. I dropped my first, you know, thing. Then I had this notebook that I was writing the shit down, and I had like different colored pens for like different items. Cause I think I had like a phone case back then. I had a shirt, hoodie. Um, what else did I have? I had lighters, yeah. And um, I, uh, you know, wrote it down in different colors, the person's name and shit like that. Cause this is back when I was on Big Cartel, and I still got that this notebook at home right now. It's in my closet. That same one. You open it, and it's the first order. And like blue, and then green, and then uh, then red, like you know what I mean. And it says 2014. I think it was like February or something, 2014. The date is right there. So they taught me how to like you know 
start a brand and run it pretty cool. Like I was sending my shit out. It was good. I was I was up and running. Like I never stopped since. So fast forward, um, they uh, Icon is still doing their thing, but it uh, you know they were kind of like you know struggling a little bit here and there. You know due to the you know, economy For and sure. the kids changing styles and all this other shit. So long story short, I was just kind of like, look, I love you guys. I see you guys are. You know, in a bit of a they they were they 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 worked through it though, bro. Like they real soldiers. Like they was doing what they had to do to stay afloat. I respect that. They taught me that. And um, yeah, so I kind of was just like, look, how about this? How about we just turn this bitch into the Hollow Squad store? We just, you know, we we put Icon over here. Like it's not dead. Like don't get me wrong, it's not dead. It's still you know it's still there. But I was just like, let's just y'all help me run this Hollow Squad shit. Let's get it. Like you and Jane. Jason and Jane, so now we run that store, and that's how it happened. And then we got the Hollow Squad stuff in there, and now we ship from the store. I used to use this uh, this third party company to like ship my shit. Uh, Merch Labs, shout out to Merch Labs, bro. My man Tom over there, great people. I was with them from like 2016 until last year, like last October, something mm-hmm. like that, November. And um, yeah, so that was that. But I just made the switch. I, I um, decided to take everything in house once we decided to keep the store. And now we expanded the store because it, there was this whole back room that we never had because it belonged to like the other side. But we bought that, and now that's like the shipping room. This is like gotcha. another stock. So we got like two stocking rooms. One smaller, and then the other one's bigger. And we had another bathroom and a kitchen back there. And now we got a back door, two parking spots in the back. So we expanded the store so we can handle the online traffic and shit like that. So now everything is done from that store. The online shit, kids can come in and get whatever. Like, it's just like, it's, it's, it's like that. So this is our first year, complete year of it being the Hollow Squad store on Melrose. And it's been amazing, bro. Bro, it's been congrats, so, man. Thank you, bro. I love seeing it, dude. I yeah. cruise down every once in a while. Yeah. Get some Tatsu ramen right yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> the Tatsu, bro. Like, you, know? you feel me? And, um, yeah, bro, like, I just told Jane and Jason, I was like, bro, I love you guys. So I just want to help you guys. We're together forever. Like, y'all helped me. Y'all, I was able to buy pizza. Now I'm able to, now we're we're killing it now. Like, nice. now everybody's eating. They ain't worried about shit. We drop everyone's chilling like you show me that last drop went crazy yeah it did the last drop was like the biggest one we've had like this whole year the halloween one was crazy and bro just thanks to the fans and the supporters bro so yeah i'm just staying consistent um shouts out to my graphic uh designer and my bro uh jake uh my boy he has his own brand called uh hoochie and uh it's pretty lit bro he's doing his thing he's actually a really good house like artist too he makes like house music and shit my boy Jake, bro, he's he's really helped us like go crazy too, cause we hired him uh, in March, and he really like upped the game, bro, with the designs and shit, and we just keep going crazy. Like he's limitless, like he's just every day he's just colder, like, yeah. he's better, like he just keeps doing it, bro. So my team is solid now, bro. It's Jake, it. Jane, Jason, me, and my girlfriend Des. Like you know, we just really kill this shit, bro. Like it's been a year and it's been beautiful, bro. I'm so happy. It's lit. So that's that. Yeah. Hey, 
bro thank you for this man i appreciate you dude we could chop it up all day it's already been two and a half hours. oh fire. two and a half yeah, that's bro. what because we two were amen yeah that's good that's fire bro a lot two of good and shit. a half man but i've been wanting to speak with you for a long time bro i fuck with what you do thank you know you. in both aspects dude I've been in those mosh pits, bro, all sweaty with all these nasty ass carfuls, yeah. pushing them around. <laughs> yeah, straight up. And bro. I've been on the that cruise with you, and we went on that BMW cruise. Yes, man, that one, that dude. Was and, fire. It's, and it's dope to see. It's dope to see you just doing your thing, man. Thank and you. You're bro. you're definitely a unique person, bro, because nobody is bringing both the worlds together. You Thank know, and you. it's both the worlds that are my worlds, dude. Yeah, you know, this hip hop forever. Yeah, for me right you know it's 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 car shit forever for me right and to be able to link up with somebody like you is a blessing man so well, i appreciate you. you giving me this opportunity of brother. course of course bro Hell anytime yeah. bro thank you for having me for bro. sure and um we're definitely gonna see you at sema yeah so everybody get ready we'll see let's do it bro. yeah SEMA. i'll pop it out bro i got nothing to do let's get it <laughs> and yeah. uh so before we get out of here say there's somebody listening that's mm -hmm. never listened to your music mm-hmm what project do they start on blood show season three blood show season that three. album i dropped that last october bro that is the biggest album of my career because i just updated so much shit it's like my current life now i've been doing blood show since 2013 i think it's 13 no i might be wrong might be 14 but it's 13 blood show season one two and three and they're both different points in my life blood show season one I was still in the garage at Bones' house. Like, we were all living together. That was season one. Season two, I got my first studio apartment. I was on my own. I got my first crib. That was Blood Show season two. And then season three is, like, now with cars, crib, business, like, everything. My whole life is just, like, where it is now, bro. And, you know, I used to record on GarageBand. Uh, and I still will. Don't get me wrong. I still do it sometimes, but I just up that. I did. This was my first project I did on all Pro Tools with my personal engineer and like really just perfecting my sound, just elevating my sound. I didn't change shit, I just made it more crisp. Subject matter on every song, I got the car shit with the rap, like I just so much. Bloodshot season three, bro, is the one to go to. That yeah. opener. That opener, bro. <laughs> yeah, first life, yeah, bro. <laughs> you've like, heard it, even you, if you don't know you've heard it, you've you, heard it. You've heard it, bro, so yeah. yeah, bro. But thank you guys, yeah, definitely check that one out. Good shit, bro. I'll have all the info listed, guys. Make sure you check out Zay. And, uh, man, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, know? you guys. Hope you guys enjoy the combo. Thank you for your time, bro. I appreciate thank it. You, Frank. And uh, thank you all for being here. This is uh, Downtime with Downstar, and we out. Peace. Peace, bro.